Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, we're going old school again, man. The old Wasted Wednesday. So we're going to have a little bit of fun, a little topical dialogue about the NBA draft, and uh, certainly some, uh, you know, a nice NFL roundup because we got to do that. Anywho, let's go ahead and get everybody in here. And I think in honor of the NBA draft, since I'm sure all of us know a great deal about every single player that was drafted, we're going to go with a little Snoop Dogg. <laughs> That's right. Let's go ahead and get him in here, man. The one, the only. Shannon, the Twitter Terminator. McGuffin. What's up, brother? They drafted who? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, if you're going to drop that on me out of the gate, we got to get the real soundbite. They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Who the fuck is this kid? I guarantee you that dude knows knows Chris Tapsperzengas' name now. No longer a Nick. But yeah. <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorite draft reacts. As vulgar as it may be, it is an all-timer. That is the 2015 NBA draft, if I remember correctly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's all-time right there. Yeah, no, that's that's a great one, man. You gotta love that. Uh, by the way, we re- since we recorded last Wednesday, we were in front of, obviously, Thursday Night Football. So, just a real quick, you know, what did you get out of that Thursday Night game between the Colts and the Titans? Because i got to be honest with you, for what, whatever I was expecting that game to be, that wasn't it. Uh, same here, man, because uh, I was just um, shocked, but I was very happy to see that uh, they put all three faces together mm-hmm. in that game, and they just whipped Tennessee's ass. And uh, hey, Mark. Oh, hey, look. Yo, Yo Mark and, showed up uh, right in the intros, man. What up? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they put it all together. Of course, Rage Face passed uh, Dan Marino for fifth all time. Oh, you know, you Mark. know Marino's name this week. That's good. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not as not as crunk yet, so we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> And the defense, I mean, they came to play. Um, yeah. Special teams, man. Like, Rodrigo Blankenship is just a good uh, good pickup by them to take over for uh, Benetieri this yeah. year. And uh, uh, Tennessee, man, boy, they, they've had some issues with the special teams. Uh, of course, they missed some field goals, had the block punt by Indy. But they really miss uh, their left tackle. Yeah, uh, Taylor, is it Llewellyn? Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. They they miss him. And by the way, would they put AJ Brown on a milk carton cuz Ryan Tannehill couldn't find them <laughs> all five. Nice. I mean, if you got to throw to one player on that team, you better be throwing to AJ Brown and he did not and that 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 was a mistake. And yeah. you know, Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry, he got his 100 yards, yeah. but boy, what a just a total team effort by everybody that night to get the dub. And I tell you, I tell you what, man, if Goskowski keeps missing field goals, he can go back to college at Alabama. He'll fit right in with Saban, man. <laughs> Roll <laughs> Tide. See if he got some eligibility. <laughs> he might have a year left. <laughs> I think Orgeron said Roll Tide as well, but he followed it up with the little Alex Trebek. Oh, come on, man. You're breaking out Edo already. That's harsh, man. That's harsh. That's harsh. And, and brought it up. <laughs> Speaking of harsh, man, LSU. Woo, that's a rough year down there, buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. last week, 
This past week, it was rough on the SEC, man, because there was, what, eight teams that couldn't play? You had, like, four games total. Wait, is Navy going to get to play a football game, Shannon? I don't even know if they're going to get to play Army at this point. <laughs> I mean, they were all pissed off about Air Force getting the chance to win the, the Cup. And, uh, I mean, I don't even know if they played – of course, Navy, Army, they may just throw away the game like they did against uh, – I forget who they played this past week, but – the under was hit. I saw it on bad beats. Yeah, like, they was, gave away two touchdowns. Was, was it the army game where like they're like army doesn't throw, but here they are throwing the ball across the field and like the dude dropped it or whatever and it got picked up and run back into on the kickoff. Yeah, on the kickoff, yeah, to, yeah, dude. Tried to throw a lateral and they got intercepted. Come on, man! <laughs> you, don't, you don't even throw the ball regularly. Why are you throwing that thing on the kickoff, dude? But they tried to fake a punt and they got stuffed like right there. Man. there. It was just that was pitiful. Ugly man, what you gonna do? Hey, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> get that one. <laughs> they need to find a play, is what they need to find. Great day. Anyway, all right. So no, it, good to gloss up the Colts a little bit. Uh, and do you think they've act, they've finally figured out the backfield, or was that just hot hand kind of deal? Uh, for that night, I, I believe it was hot hand. I think Hines is the way to go going yeah. forward. Uh, Taylor may be hitting that rookie wall a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, and Wilkins is um, you know he's he's never going to be the bell cow, but he's he's good he's good to have him back there just uh you know just for the depth and uh, he can handle it ten times if he needs to or. You know, just do his job on kickoffs or whatever. Well, at, at least they got a couple of options. You know, yes, they got a couple of options which they need. And and Rivers, he's that's a couple a couple of rough spots this year. He's twenty nine to thirty nine for three hundred eight with the touchdown, uh, of course to Hines. So again, I expected more out of the Titans. There's a couple of teams that seem to be having kind of this mid season slide, uh, and the Titans are one of them. And yes. you know, I it, we'll get it. We'll get more into that. But it it just I'm surprised. I would think that the Titans can put this back together by the, you know, I would think they're going to figure it out. I hope not, but still. well, of course you don't. But I would, I would think, I would think that they can sort of figure it out. Anyway, all right, let's get some more people up in here, man. Woo! Oh, Randy Giggity Giles, what's up, brother? Uh, not a whole lot. Just a uh, another great loss in the win column for the Niners this past week. But what can you do? Um, I kind of figured uh, we, you can't win a game when you shoot yourself in the foot four times. Let's be honest. Plaques go burst. Yeah, I know. Ask, ask Plax. See how he's doing. That's a that's uh, a that's a throwback bowl, by the way. What <laughs> what year did that dude shoot himself in the leg? When was that? It was like 2013 or something. <laughs> yeah. I had to go. Look. That's a while. Oh, that is a good long while. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, they gave they gave the Saints a game early, and obviously taking Breeze out was a real big deal, but. That that's one where I saw the score and I'm like, "What is going on, dude? <laughs> what is happening?" But the Saints they're they're a good they're a good team, dude. They're they're a good they're a solid squad. Defense is playing obviously, you know, losing Breeze hurts. I don't know what on earth we're gonna get out of famous Jameis <laughs> crab legging Winston, but other than some wild you know locker room dances, and uh, I would imagine we'll get some tasty picks. <laughs> he's gonna throw. He's gonna throw some random interceptions over the course of the year, you know, just like sexy Rexy back in the day. F it, I'm going deep. 
Uh, I would certainly <laughs> think that's going to happen. By the way, one uh, again, rando fantasy football tangent. I love uh, one of the guys in our league has Drew Brees and our uh, our Rona football league. And uh, I was like, well, you know, he's got a waiver claim, Jameis Winston. Somebody had the waiver claim in front of him and took Jameis Winston. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Lindy. Just a I'm bit. like, oh, that's cold, bro. That's cold. What's he going to do now? Play Taysom Hill? I don't even know who, who the heck's out there. I mean, I guess Drew Locke, since I dumped him after trading with McGuffin for that guy. <laughs> well, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Kirk is Cousins out available. Now. Yeah. Maybe if, if you, maybe you can play Danny Dimes on bye, just have a safe zero. You can't go negative, right? <laughs> Have a safe zero. <laughs> By the way, that was 2008 for Plaxico Burris. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Woo. Yeah, we're actually coming up on the 12-year anniversary. November 28th is the date. So Impressive. Look at that. Oh, uh, and, I, and I feel bad for Breeze because I didn't – the hit looked nasty on him. Though the fact they called roughing the passer, it's Breeze, so they're, they're going to call it no matter what he does, what happens to him. Even that roughing the passer, look, that roughing the passer was lame. But I do feel bad that you know, punctured lung and broken ribs, basically, or mm. cracked ribs at least. That's that's mm. rough. He has five fractured ribs and a collapsed lung. Golly, he has he has broken ribs on both sides, dude. Yeah, they're saying maybe the week before. Against the Niners, he may have cracked those ribs, yeah. and then he's, obviously when Street tried to land on his side to roll off of him, he just kind of got enough of him to crush the other side. Yeah, I, well, the thing I – it was a clean, hard hit, All right? That, to me, was not a good flag, and I don't know if that was one of those, well, it's it's the established <laughs> superstar quarterback, and he's writhing in pain on the ground. So, yeah, tweet, let's go ahead and throw the laundry out. So well, it didn't it, help that when Street hit him, he slammed him into his own lineman first, and then yeah. they were, both went to the ground. But this also reminds me of when Ahmad Brooks back in the day had mm-hmm. that up high t- uh, sack on him, but got him right around the shoulder pads. But because of the way his neck went whiplash, they threw the flag on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember you were extra salty about that. <laughs> That's because it was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I will say this for Breeze. And, you know, he stayed in the game after that hit. And you know that guy was hurting. You know he was hurting. He stayed in the game and let a touchdown drive that put the Saints up. And, you know, in the post game, he was talking about it. And because he, he goes to Sean Payton and he basically says, I can't, I can't continue on. I, I can't play it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do what I need to do. My body's not going to cooperate, whatever. And his post game quote is, I can't really describe it. It was preventing me from doing my job. Think about that. He's like, it's not a matter of pain. I just couldn't do my job. But that guy toughed out a lot of broken, fractured, cracked, busted ribs and a collapsed freaking lung. Thank you, Adrenaline. I mean, some respect. dude. Put some respect on it, right? (laughs) I mean, good gracious. Said he felt terrible after taking that hit from Contavia Street. Yeah, I bet so, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would feel terrible after that because just the, the size of that dude is, is amazing. Yeah, but homeboy's big. The thing is, is that when you think about it, you're loose, you're ready to go, you are you got that adrenaline rush of just being out there and playing, and then halftime hits and you're just sitting there and you've come down from that high and your body goes, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you got to get out. But, uh, you know, and, and just keep in mind on that, on that score to go up 17 to 10 – Breeze butterfingered the snap, dropped the ball, picked it up, and lobbed it up there. I mean, it, you know, again, 
he he was hurt before the game. He gets hurt in the game, and he toughed out. He toughed out some plays, man. So I don't know how long he's gonna miss, but you know, at two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. I mean, I've heard varying estimates about what he sh- where how long he shouldn't play, but I think clearly for him, it's a matter of he. I would say he can handle the pain. It's really can he do what he needs to do, and uh, so I Bridgewater manned the ship fairly well last season. I think that was five games, if memory yes. serves. Mm-hmm. And I want to say they went five and zero, oh, didn't they? Correct. Um, yep, they did. I don't know if that's going to happen this time around. Obviously, no Bridgewater, but I, I don't know that I have that much faith in Jameis Winston. He'll probably put up some interesting numbers, though. But you know. I think Sean Payton will put him in a good position. Of, to, of course he will. Payton will put him in a good position, and then it's just a matter of, I mean, he had decision making. Well, yeah, I mean, he had LASIK, so we can see now. <laughs> He's got that going for him. Uh, so hopefully, better off. But I would think they'll be competitive. I I would be shocked if they you know can't at least go five hundred. If it's four games, uh, I'd have to pull their schedule up to see who they're playing. But I would think they can they can split that. You figure that's worst case, and they're still right in the thick of it because the NFC is a a mess as far as the playoffs, man. Anyway, all right. Well, unlike last week, he showed up tonight. So let's go ahead and, and do him proper, man. That's right. The one and only D-Stat, who hopefully is recovered from that uh, Chubb's bad beat at the end of that Texans game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was on the right side of that one. Oh, good, good. Oh, a happy better then. Oh, absolutely. All right, you ready to hit your hit your cue with your woo, Mr. Happy Better? Yes, sir. All right, well, here we go. Three brew and fun. Woo! <laughs> woo! 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 <laughs> woo! <laughs> what the hell was that? Excited. He is excited. You should be sighted. You should be sighted. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it should be a little longer woo than just a little short one. I mean, damn. Oh, man. Damn, I hope that's not what she said. Whoa. <laughs> you know, uh, Mark, I got to say, in years, <laughs> in years past, it was always fun because, like, November was always a tough stretch for the Giants, right? And we haven't, we haven't had a November lame in forever. But the entire NFC East is, a, a matter of fact, the NFC East is so November lame that the Giants are right in the thick of it, and they're the ones that are, like, rising up, dude. It is crazy to me. It is crazy to me. We're what is pretty embarrassing, yep. What is the, I want to know, are there are there prop bets for the number of wins it's going to take to win the NFC East? Is it like, like who's, is, is a six-win team coming out of here? Is a five-win team coming out of this damn division? <laughs> Sure, hope not five win, but yeah, my feeling is six win. Six, 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 six will get you in. Six will get you in, man. Oh my god, dude, that is I was, heinous. I was gonna say, and uh, for for Shannon, and in, in, uh, in honor of you know Plaxico's anniversary coming up, should we all take shots? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> my man, my man. I don't have a shot to take. I have a mixed drink though, so I'll be glad to oblige. Glad to oblige you with that, if that counts. Of course it counts. All right, well then. Then let's do it proper. You going to lead the charge there, D-Stat? Salud. Salud. Salud there we go. Mm. 
Randy, you're gonna get your wish. We get a, we're gonna do a salute o'clock out of the gate. How about that? <laughs> Why not? Mark's here. He's got. I don't know if that's blue. Do you have blue and teal in your hair, or was it so blue? The, the, the darker is, is is the pink, which actually adds for a nice contrast. Pink. I can't. Even... Well, when it when it was pink, like the dying oh, oh, dying. Oh, oh, oh. I got pink. you. Obviously, I, I bleached it all first, but some of the pink still stayed a little bit. So, yeah, that's for a nice little contrast. Okay, fair enough. How many Smurfs did you have to sacrifice for that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nada. Because <laughs> that's the color. I see the color. I'm thinking Smurfs. No Smurfs were harmed in, a, in the making of this hair. And it could be the way the lights sit in your hair, too. <laughs> do, do, do you want to hear probably the worst? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the worst Smurfs reference I can possibly think of. Oh, God. <laughs> Have at it. Did... <laughs> Can't even contain himself. Oh, <laughs> I hope this is the right part of it. We'll see. That's terrible audio quality, though. Let me see if I can find a better one. What the heck? <laughs> oh, there's got to be a better quality version of it. Oh, let's see. The Smurfs, the Lost Episode. Oh man, they all sound terrible. <laughs> there you go. Well, the sound quality is so terrible. We're not going to stick with it. <laughs> oh God, that is old. That is old internet. Oh man. Well, this took a horrible turn. <laughs> Just a little bit. Are we off the track? Cap, Cap going off the rails first. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, no wonder Papa's... He's not even drunk yet. No. I haven't had... No, I'm not. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find a clean... Well, it's not, that's not a clean song. Papa Smurf can I lick... clean about that. No. Can I lick... No, no. No wonder he... No, that, no wonder they were feeling so smurfy. All those rim jobs. I mean, my God. <laughs> Anyway, all right, no, don't worry, we'll we'll go on, we will. <laughs> As will the Giants, Mark. Six and ten, baby. Six and ten's winning this thing, dude. I know that Danny Dimes will go on. Right there, buddy. No, no turf monster. No turf monster took him down versus the Eagles. That's right. <laughs> he only had to run 30 yards this time instead of 80. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Is he the leading rusher for the Giants this year, by the way? Probably. He, he I, is. I, I couldn't tell you. Gallman's has been doing well lately. but uh, He has. Yeah, he probably is because of the long runs. He has. Well, you know, they just needed a little extra fire. You got, uh, you know, I like that. Uh, the story that was coming out was that uh, Joe Judge fired the offensive line coach, Mark Colombo, after a physical altercation. <laughs> now, they said that didn't happen. They said it was just a verbal altercation. 
But uh, who knows what actually happened? But I tell you what, you gotta you gotta have some uh, some stones to be like getting into a fight with an offensive line coach. You'd think that's a normally a pretty tough dude. You know what I'm saying, right? right. So, uh, but apparently, Judge has been getting more involved with the offensive line. So, um, and apparently deserves credit for his work with them. But you know, you can see. Look, the NFC East is not good. Let's not. We're not certainly not not going to make that argument. Understand that the NFC East is two and eighteen and one versus or outside of the their own division, which is terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean that's atrociously yeah. bad. But <clears throat> but you know Jones has been much better about turnovers. He didn't have a turnover versus the Eagles, right? So, so I think uh, he's nope. gone, so he's gone multiple games without a turnover. Yeah, you know it's funny. I think back and I think most of us were like, well. You know, once Dak went down, you figured in all likelihood it was the Eagles that had, had the best shot to win this division. Because I, I think we just said, well, they'll put it together. They'll get healthy. They'll figure it out, you know. But Wentz, eh, inconsistent. That's and, putting it nicely. <laughs> that's putting it very nicely. And, you know, they're a bit of a mess. They're a bit of a mess. And I, I think what's important, you get to a point in the season where you're looking for, like, there's some kind of trend. You know what I mean? How are teams playing? How how are they going in the games? How like are they getting better in the season? Do they look like they figured it out? Have they been able to overcome some of the you know early season challenges? And, and you, there's just a laundry list of things that factor into that. But you know when a team looks like they've legitimately gotten better over the course of a season. And I know it hurts to lose Saquon Barkley, but it, they've entered a stretch of the season where you go, all right, see some improvement here. And a little bit of improvement goes a long way in the NFC East. Yes, it I does. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it really well, does. And, I mean, it's, it helps when you're learning to win without him so that when yes. you get him back, winning with him is just going to be that much better. You would think. That and avoiding the turf monster. So, Well, RPO next year with Saquon and Jones should be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, if, if, if Jones is putting it together, if Jones is, is legitimately putting it together – and I, I said we've said a couple of times that it looks like the Giants are playing hard for Judge, and that he has a good, yeah. you know, it appears that he has a good sense of the like a good feel for the pulse of the team. You know what I mean? And that they're playing hard for him, and you want to see that. It's one thing to not be a good team; it's another thing to have a bad year. But you do want to see moments where a team competes and they find ways to win, as opposed to just sucking ass and finding ways to lose. So you've seen a little bit of that. And that's pro that might be enough in this terrible ass division. <laughs> it really might be. I can't wait. If the Giants come out of this division six and ten or seven and nine or something crazy, I can't wait wait for Mark to be like, "Oh man, remember those years the Giants? Everybody disrespect them. They get into the playoffs. They go on a run." I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they, if they if they actually pull it together. <laughs> Who knows? Now, I mean, am I pretending that they're remotely as good as? The top teams, uh, the, the the Seahawks, the uh, Bucks, you know, and, and anybody, you know. I mean, obviously, I'm just talking about the NFC. Any given no, Sunday, baby. Not. Any given Sunday. Of course not. <laughs> but exactly. I mean, the Giants have always <laughs> thrived being that team that nobody expected. It would be the most ridiculous. I mean, in, in 2020, wouldn't it make the most sense for something absurd like that to happen? Yes, so, some atrocious team to get hot at the end of the season and go on a run. 
Yeah, it would yeah. be. It would be. It'd be. It'd be. It'd be like like uh, you know like Shannon and and Justin coming in seventh and eighth in fantasy football and then steamrolling through the playoffs because you know. 18, <laughs> <laughs> like so, uh, look, uh, I can't help it if you were the one seed and your team was terrible, and you you had the weakest you had the weakest schedule. Like I couldn't help it if your team was garbage but got hot at the right time. My team, well. You know, speaking of garbage, have you looked at the standings in the uh, fantasy league this year? Why nobody put any money in? Because we knew it would be a you know nonsensical season. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, that's why nobody put any money in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, even if we had, you wouldn't be getting any money out. I can tell you that. Woo. Absolutely, dude. You're having a rough, rough year, buddy. That's rough. Yeah. Although there's a whole bunch of y'all skating in that three and seven land, that's a that's not been a kind league to a few people, to say the least. Good gracious. A side note, <laughs> let's rewind real quick. Mark, just out of curiosity, uh, quick reacts to the uh, NBA draft. I mean, we were laughing because we were like, we don't know anybody. But <laughs> honestly, I'll, I, I have not taken a, even a look at it, so I could not give you any kind of reaction. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Well, Shannon, 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 give me your quick take, quick react. I know you have one that uh, I've enjoyed, but. <laughs> well, I just love that Charlotte took uh, LaMelo Ball. And uh, we all know why Charlotte took LaMelo Ball. So you that said... Jordan could get LaBar's ass Balls. out on the court. Oh, sorry, man. His ass. I, I ran over that with a soundbite. Start over. <laughs> I was like, I was so excited to, to, to go Al Roker balls on, on the ball reference. You said <laughs> balls. I indeed did say balls. Yes, I do. I do like the fact that Charlotte drafted Lamella Ball so that Jordan could get Lavar's ass out on the court and beat his ass one on one. You know, old man Jordan's gonna be like, "All right, you talked all that jump, man. Come on." He'd be like, "Get your ass out here! Let's go." He can be like, "Look, if you can beat me, you can actually come to games in this building. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you paying to get in? Fiat. Yeah. <laughs> no freebies for you. No freebies. Mm-mm-mm. Big. If ball. Jordan is petty enough, he would do that. Yeah, he might. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, watching that documentary, man, that that he's competitive as hell, but he's petty. Oh, yeah. Holy cow, he won't put up with it. No, I would imagine uh, Pops better learn to zip his face. Yep. You know. Old man Jordan might get out there and embarrass his son just for fun. You know Jordan can still ball. I mean. He, so you know he can. I'm sure, I'm sure would, if, if he needs to put a little mustard on somebody, he can still... He can still get him if he needs to. Might only be for one play. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all right. That's all right. All right. All right. Well, uh, let me throw this one at you then, Mark. Thoughts on uh, Robinson Cano getting suspended, 162 games, second time getting hit for the uh, steroids, getting ding- got dinged in 2018, and he has to, uh, what, essentially he loses $24 million in salary, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, idiot. Idiot. I mean, that's, uh, I got, I, I'm, I'm, idiot <laughs> i'm trying to think of another way to put it but there's just not uh it sucks it sucks it sucks as a mets fan um you know i, I had hard enough time you know uh getting over the fact that he used to be a yankee mm-hmm. initially and then you know he, he's been a pretty good Met, and i've always respected him as a player uh outside of the fact that he's yankee but i mean <laughs> respected his talent um and 
there's just no excuse. I, 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 I'll say it every single freaking time. Uh, PEDs do not magically make you uh, a great baseball player. It just doesn't. If you, he, He's got plenty of natural talent just like anybody else does. Uh, in the major leagues, and it's just no excuse. I got no, I got no sympathy. Nobody has any, should or probably does have any sympathy. Um, f off with that nonsense. Is it? Is this the end of his career? Yeah. I mean, at his age. Yeah. I don't see how, I, I, I mean, at, le- at least in major league baseball, maybe he try to play, you know, some other league somewhere. I, I, but I don't see it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Clearly, he ain't going to be coaching, so. <laughs> hey, kids, if you use this shit, you can actually get stronger. He might have a job in the pharmaceutical industry. You never know. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Could be like L- <laughs> he could be like LT in the water boy. Hey, kids, don't <laughs> smoke crack. <laughs> nice. This leads me to my next lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right, we'll see you later. Let me go ahead and delete that one out of there. Yeah. Just stupid. How? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you F that up? But being a moron, I mean, really, at some point. <laughs> Just stupid. Oh, actually, you know, we didn't do our salute o'clock. We started, but we didn't finish. So, I am enjoying a very fine Jack and Coke. I had to restock at the ABC store, man. We had burned through our supplies. And since it looks like the Rona roller coaster is going full force, man, you know, hide your total paper. <laughs> hide, hide your wipes. <laughs> hide your wipes. <laughs> uh, who was that dude? Antoine Dodson. Terrifying man. moments for a woman who's who I was attacked by some idiot from out here in the projects. Dodson says help. And so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide, hide your, your wipes. Wife, and- <laughs> the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's the, there's got to be that, the hide your kids, hide your wife remix. There it is. Where's that at? Oh, yeah. The Bed Intruder song. 148 million views. That's 10 years ago? Well, wow. obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have a call and <laughs> confess. We're looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you so you can run and tell. Well, if you're looking for a PS5, you ain't gonna find that. <laughs> or a new Xbox. You had to look. <laughs> Mark, did you ever track one down of anything? No, but I've got a very determined wife, so uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, not yet. But uh, we're we're starting to look at a Facebook Marketplace to see. Uh, yeah, are you willing to pay a markup? She is. Oh. I've got a very good wife. That's a, that that is a very good wife. Wow. To, right. to to a certain point, just got to figure out which ones are not scams. But uh, yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Somebody somebody sent me a, 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 a image. I don't think I shared it with you, but mm-hmm. uh, somebody with a stack of probably like I'm guessing probably like twenty five. Oh yeah. Just said yeah. 
fuck your feelings. Uh, 1100 digital, 1300, you know, full version. Yeah. I just, people people suck. People are just awful. It's just such a shame, but whatever. I, I know. The resellers have, have been brutal. Well, see, the problem is at this point, there's not a ton of, you couldn't go necessarily and get a lot of inventory in person. You know, it, it's just, welcome to pandemic life, right? So, Ooh. all these bots snatch all this stuff up. I mean, they, it's, they it's, needed to. They needed to have a <clears throat> a very either a really smart way to have a queue. Um, obviously, limit the number you can get at once, and you know, come, but primarily come up with a very secure captcha. Something like you know, places are doing. I mean, I, I've heard some of the bots can figure out like casual like captchas. So yes. like, in well, intense, they, like make they, you type out like three things and yeah. Like that, oh, well, they got they, they, they got people in they got people on phones doing whatever. I mean, they know what they're doing, and know. they know what they're doing on the scale. That's how they get all the shoes when they come out. The, excuse me, the systems when they come out. I mean, they're a bunch of fuck faces, man. Um, I, but I was I was on top of every single place every single time. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I mean, it just wasted so much time, and it's just so obnoxious, and they're all gone in thirty seconds. I know. I, like, I got to the checkout. I had it in my card. I would had my credit card in. It was processing the card. I had that like three different times with Walmart. Three. I was like, hell yeah. Oh, yes. Next time. Oh, I, you know. So I'm like, all right. Well, I guess it's not gonna happen. So yeah, yeah whatever. But uh, a quick, uh, quick general PSA. There are not only will there be scams with it. The, there was some information. Let's see where where was this? Uh, the Toronto Police, man, Canada, man, come on now, y'all supposed to be nice to each other. Figured this was somewhere in the U.S. of A. Land of Liberty. That's where we like to mug you. Um, but <laughs> but the Toronto Police put out a thing, and they were talking about you know people basically it, uh, getting mugged and robbed and held up. Not only people that were selling them at, at markup. But uh, the buyers would go and they would just rob the person selling it. The seller w wouldn't actually have one. They'd rob the buyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? All across the aisle. They're like equal opportunity scam artists and offenders and robbers. They, have, they don't care, dude. It is unbelievable. It's awful. And, and flip side, I, I, I'll say with Xbox people, uh, A, please don't be dumb enough to believe the people showing videos of the Xboxes smoking um, because idiots are vaping into their Xboxes, causing Microsoft to have to put out the one of the saddest, you know, <laughs> messages ever, saying, "We didn't think this is a message we'd ever have to put out, but uh, please don't blow vape smoke into your Xbox. <laughs> Use it to play games. Just you know, a, a PSA that shouldn't have to exist, shouldn't, but did. I, I guess now they know how the uh, Tide Pods people feel." Yeah, yeah, and again, for, for people like myself and Justin and anybody else who would like to be playing these things, uh, realizing that these are the kind of idiots who were able to get their hands on consoles, leaving you know people like us who would actually like to play the damn things you know out in the, out of the loop uh, until who knows sometime in 2021 probably. So yeah, like uh, the other the other day, I was in my local vape shop, and there happens to be a GameStop by it, and so I popped my head in the GameStop and said, "Hey man, any chance there's going to be a PS5 before next Christmas? Not even this Christmas." <laughs> and the guy was like, "I don't know, can't tell you, man." And I was like, "All right, I just wanted to ask." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I got out of there, and I just kind of laughed. Um, and then I've, I, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard the Xbox saying, "I mean, they think that stocks gonna be tough to get until like possibly March of next year." No, it's yes, uh, it's, it's, I, yeah. there, there's gonna be there's gonna be some of uh, both on Black Friday, but after that, I feel like it's gonna get tricky at some certain spots. 
Well, what I guess on some level, what you hope is that all the uh, all the snatchers, like people, just won't pay the crazy markups. Um, right. You know, it's it's one of those. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they end up sitting on some inventory. I mean, I think a lot of people might, you know, you know, if it's uh, a couple hundred bucks, I'm like, all right, yeah, fine, man. I'll I'll, I'll pay eight hundred or whatever. Here's some, you know, money for your time and labor in your bot, you dickhead, um, and do that. But at some point, you know, are you willing to pay two thousand? I guess if you just have cash burning holes in your pockets and that it doesn't matter to you, you do that. But for a lot of people, man, that that's a pretty steep price. So, right. you know. I don't mind a little, you know, free market forces and all that. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. But there's a point where it's just, it sucks because of the bots. You know what I mean? That's what really makes it blow because <clears throat> a lot of people are just trying to buy it, and it, it it's just the the deck is so stacked against your average typical consumer. Even if you save your login, even if you save your credit card information, even on your even on your high speed internet on a fast computer and or or whatever. I mean, you just there's just no way to get through. It just yep. it sucks. So yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it, it, props to uh, Megan. I'm I'm sure she will work her tail off to try to track one, both, whatever for you down. But man, she's going. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Good luck. Good luck and Godspeed. Good luck. <laughs> man, <clears throat> Although, I'm glad I said I was going to wait. <laughs> Otherwise, I guess if you uh you know if you can hit on some uh hit on some bets, man, maybe you can make up enough of a difference. You can pay the little markup. Oh, for sure. Right. I, you know, but what's what's what sucks is I I had I, I could have gotten the, the the Xbox I had in my cart and it definitely wasn't going away, at one of the midnight's um, um things. But uh, it was a bundle that had just multiple things that I didn't need. And the entire bundle was like nine thirty. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, it's just it it had like one of the fancier controllers that I've already got, and it had. Um, a headset that I didn't need, and so just several things that I didn't need, and I was like, ah, should I pay this? No, I should wait, because it was, it was a midnight thing, and I knew there were going to be more of them the next day. And but there weren't. It's like, Exactly. So I, I, I could have gotten it, and I'm still like, kind of like, maybe I should have, but I just tried to resell the shit I didn't need myself, but oh well. Mark, so you're telling me you let your opportunity go. I did. Well <laughs> Mark, come on, you had it in your cart? <laughs> And you let it go. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm disappointed. I should be myself. <laughs> <laughs> All these resellers, man, they're going to hound on you. Eat shit, dwarf. <laughs> no, no PS5 for you, man. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Birthday present? Right, yeah. Post Christmas, yeah. 2020, 2020 surviving twenty twenty reward. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, I've I've been thinking about um, I haven't told Sarah this yet, but I was halfway thinking about getting a switch. You know, my kids are four and six. I'm like, well, maybe they're at the age that that would be a lot of fun. But yeah, I, I just I have so many systems that it's hard to justify <laughs> buying it. But I think it would be a lot of fun to do, like, Mario Kart and some of the other... I mean, it's just... There, there's a lot of family, you know... I, I hate to say it this way, but just family-friendly games that we could play in, like, two of them or all four of us. I mean, obviously, you'd have to buy a crap load of controllers. I think those Switch Pro... Aren't they, like, 60 bucks a pop? 
Uh, yeah, the Pro Controller, honestly, I think usually it's 70, I think, but sometimes you can find it for 60 or maybe mm -hmm. even 50, you get really lucky. Um, the Joy-Cons themselves are usually about the same, but, uh, so it is a decent, you know, price to get the peripherals initially, but it's well worth it. It's, it's a great console and it would super be great for the kids. Animal yeah. Crossing. Um, look, I'm yeah. not getting into buying and reselling all that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Animal you really could seriously say, hey, look, this is my We Survive 2020 present for the family. <laughs> and it ain't like you guys are going anywhere anytime no, soon. No, so. no, no. <laughs> Actually, you know what, MacGuffin? You're wrong. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Take that lockdown. Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> lord help oh lord help us yeah that's why that's why so much of this country is looking like hell man yep it's that damn smash mouth concert dude those fuckers at smash mouth <laughs> fucking smash mouth. It's fucking smash mouth dude oh anyway such so. a cunt <laughs> mm. Side note, we talked about how bad the, the NFC East was, or is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. We got to do salute o'clock. We got, we got oh, off Oh, we still haven't finished it. Oh, oh, oh. All right, so I have a Jack and Coke, <laughs> and uh, I made it uh, Rod Gardner strong, so this was a really good one. Ooh, Ooh. that's a tasty beverage. And then I also have, this is the longest salute o'clock. Look, we didn't do a salute o'clock last week, and we're going to have a one-hour salute o'clock tonight. <laughs> um, why not? Like, what the hell, dude? Um, and then I also have... Uh, some Dogfish Head 60 Minute, which I really... You know what's funny? I went to a phase where I drank this beer all the time, and then I got tired of it. Uh, and I kind of got Dogfish, you know, head... I, I, dogfish headed out. I don't know how you want to say it, but I dogfished myself to death. And so um, I didn't drink any of that for a while. And I've rediscovered it. And, you know, I gave myself my palate enough of a break, man. I really missed this beer. It is really nice. good. I thought I thought you usually did the ninety. I do like the ninety. I really like the ninety. The problem with you the ninety as many of them. Yeah, well, the ninety you got to be careful. Well, of course, if you drop, if if you really, really want to be bold, you do the one twenty. That that stuff will get you in trouble in a hurry. Uh, no, I I do like the ninety, and that's of course the root of the the infamous barf wind story. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but the sixty is just a, it's an it's an easy drink. It's smooth. It's tasty. You know what I mean? It's not overly strong. The 90 is very good, but the 90 is like, you know, I'm chilling more so than I'm doing anything that requires, like, decent functionality. The 60 is much more of a, let me just drink a couple of these and hang out and have fun. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. But I do like the 90. 90 is a great beer. Oh, it's delicious. Mark, what you got, bro? Uh, I'm rocking with... Uh... <laughs> Magic Hat number nine, still oh. still one of my all time favorites. I, you know what's awesome. funny? I don't remember the last time you had a Magic Hat number nine. I don't have I don't have it as much anymore. Um, but uh, there's a a, a deli <laughs> a deli that is around here that's mm -hmm. uh, was actually it was on a, a diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's got unbelievable food it's called Parkway Deli. It's so good, but they've got a nice beer selection too. So you know, a lot of times these days, if we're you know getting anything there, I'll just get some damn good food delivered and a couple of six packs and I'm happy. Nice. Um, and, uh, then I've also got some, uh, some crown Royal apple, which is so Ooh. ridiculously good. If anybody hasn't had it. Nice. Is that what you did your shot of earlier? Yeah. 
I definitely need to try that because that sounds like something I'd like. Oh, I, I think it's outstanding. Need to get you some mini bottles. Well, don't. <laughs> that's what we need. we need a little mini bottle sampler pack, right? Look at that, me just going tugging straight from the bottle. Damn, My bro. Man. Damn. That's an NFC East Survivor uh. Pool level shot. <laughs> Good luck. NFC Survivor kit. Yeah. It needs to be in every one. First team that doesn't pass out wins. <laughs> Chug. First, first fan, last fan to pass out loses. <laughs> Jeez. Quality. McGuffin, what you got, brother? All right, so I, I, this is a two-parter. I've got a – there's a new brewery near us. It's called Dancing Kilt, mm-hmm. and I've got their Hefeweizen. And also, not this Monday, but the following Monday, I'm going to begin working for them as well. Nice. Hey. So I got the dream job. Maybe I'm working at a brewery. What are you nice? Are you are you a taste tester? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna be the assistant brewer. I'm gonna be helping out the brewer out in the back. Uh, he needs some um, help. Like every Monday is brewing day, so and it's it's like a twelve hour day. So I'm gonna be putting in some long hours on Mondays and help him out whenever I can. It's not a glamorous job. It's gonna be a lot of cleaning stuff and sanitizing stuff. And yes, helping him mix, but um, you know. I'm actually really excited. That's for it. awesome. Very I'm, nice, I'm dude. stoked. Look, yeah. you, you're you're like one step away from being a monk. You work at a church. You're gonna be brewing beer. Like, what's happening next? <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, it's funny. You should have heard them talking about their priest who's always at trapezium all the time. They, they're like, <laughs> they're like, he, Father, blah blah blah, is there. All the time, like no joke, Father Bubba Blood is there all the time. That's hilarious. Like, that's I was like yeah. laughing. Well, but yeah, I'm stoked, man. I'm I'm really stoked. He's um, he's all about the European uh, beers, and mm-hmm. he's got some good quality ones. Randy's had the Wee Goblin, which is, you know, comes in at about thirteen point two percent. So that's uh, packing that a punch. Tasty, though. It is very tasty. That's bold, buddy. Yes, sir. That's bold. But, I like um, it bold. Mm-hmm. Most of them hang out in the six seven range, but that one, that one will put you to sleep. <laughs> Is that what you had last week when you were passed out in the chair? I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> no, that was just old age and being tired. <laughs> <laughs> that was just old age. Come on, man. I'm older than you. You can't say you're old. Well, that's a true story. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Live. <laughs> By the way, I love how. Last week we uh-huh. recorded, and the next day Jim Rome is playing like the entire podcast that we just did, and you haven't even posted it yet. He's playing the Bill O'Reilly soundbite. <laughs> I mean, he's breaking out a couple others, and I'm sitting there going, "Is this mofo listening to our podcast?" He knows. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> did he break that out <laughs> yes he broke out the Alex Trebek one <laughs> damn wow jeez must have been boring everyone was breaking that out though because everyone was just like dude this is so awesome you gotta listen to it of course we don't have to censor it they do yeah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> advantage sports brew <laughs> true story I'll drink to that Randy what you got man well, since in honor of the fact it's actually 
chilly outside. I had a uh, Star Hill Snowblind. Pretty tasty. Already downed it, though, and I'm on to my Victory Kirsch Goza. All right. Love me a good sour beer. Yeah, I do, too. I like sours as a change of pace, but I like only as a change of pace. But but yet, Mark, you're a big fan of sours, aren't you? I'm a pretty big fan. My my my, my favorite beer uh, was it a, a Flemish sour ale, uh, Dutch, Duchess de Borion. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely just incredible, and uh, it's it's pricey, but it's 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 damn good. Um, I still I I wouldn't. I don't know that I drink sours all the time, but when I'm in the right mood, I mean, I can drink that anytime, but when I'm in the right mood, yeah, I can down, I can down quite a few sours. Yeah. Yeah, Victory definitely knows how to make a good sour because they do Sour Monkey as well. So mm-hmm. just take yep. Golden Monkey and turn it sour, and there you go. And there you go. Where do we, where do we want to go next? <laughs> Beers are good. How far along are we? Uh, let's see. We're we're cranking right near fifty, so we have a couple of minutes before we probably well that and I'm about finished with my bet my beverage. Uh, Mark, can you pronounce that beer again? Duchess de Bourgogne. I mean, that's like a beer that has a you know a drunk test. If you can't w- say the name when you order it, they're like, <laughs> gotta cut him off. No, nope. cut off. He's done. Was, that's funny. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, he really got that right. I was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've had quite a few of them before, but not tonight. So that's that's probably the only reason I'm able to he, pronounce it well. He sounds so sophisticated as well. I can't even say it when he says sophisticated. It. It's like you pulling up to you in a car. Pardon me, sir. Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> Do you have any Duchess de Bourgogne? <laughs> Why does it feel like Triumph the Insult Comics should show up? With Grey Poupon <laughs> and then that beer. Beto Poupon. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> oh, by the way, Randy, uh, a heads up for you. Heads up for you. I saw this on Mashable. And uh, Disney Plus, there's going to be a Lego Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. How about it definitely, that? Uh, definitely looks kitty, but the Lego stuff usually is pretty good. It usually has pretty decent humor in it. Yeah. I guess they, they figure they have to do something better than that stack of, I don't know. Anything's, anything's better than the original holiday special, let's be honest. <laughs> that is a train wreck, and I'm glad that the only place you can find it is on YouTube, which I've watched the entire thing, and I don't know why, but I did, because I love Star Wars. You do. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, when you troop through that, especially multiple times... That's that some, and the Ewok movies. Yeah, yeah, that's some fandom. <laughs> that's some fandom. So I've, not, I've never heard of this stuff, but I guess it must have been b- before my time. Yeah, you're too young for these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, don't worry. Uh, maybe they can make a Lego Fargo special. I might actually watch that. Thanks, Kwai. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, though. (laughs) Well played by both of you, by the way. Yeah, you like that? I was going to say, though, I think I have the the theme song for the end of the NFC East uh, the rest of the season. Hakuna Matata. Right? What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. (laughs) Because... 
the wins are not a lot of. We know that. Because you really have to just not give an F at this point, right? Yeah. I was waiting on the Rick roll, but okay. Oh, you thought? <laughs> <laughs> well, eh, yeah, no, I, I didn't have a Rick roll for that. But I'm I'm glad that you dreamed a dream that we would get some Rick Astley. Uh, Mark, if you missed the beginning of the podcast last week, we perfectly trolled poor Whitfield. It nice. was it was absolutely fantastic. It was an all all timer. Oh, I I love it. He had me going. I don't think I've ever seen Matt so excited before, and then Justin got him. Yeah, I, I got him. Brokenhearted. <laughs> yeah. Justin built it up and built it up and built it up and then pulled the ruck out. I did. I did. I did. That's, that's, that sounds beautiful. It was it was absolutely fantastic. If you only listen to five minutes of the podcast, listen to the first five. <laughs> I'll, make sure, I'll make sure I do that. <laughs> Pop quiz next uh, week. Because I don't believe you. How <laughs> <laughs> dare, dare you? Um, <laughs> apropos of nothing, and really quick, but I, yeah. I just—I didn't mean to tell you. Uh, it was fun for me. That's uh, some some Facebook memories. Uh, I believe yesterday, or maybe the day before, were showing me. However many years ago it was, you'll know better than me probably. But uh, a lot of pictures of your current house. But uh, when you you all were basically just kind of finishing up the the kitchen and mm -hmm. all those uh you know major remodels and i was like wow that was that long ago but uh 2013 yeah <clears throat> it was, it was 2013 because uh we wanted to have those things done before logan was born yeah so it was you know we had been get, been together for a while and then like we did like a lot of rapid fire stuff you know got married renovated you know blah 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 all this stuff and then you know, because we were doing renos when Sarah was pregnant, because we were determined to have we were determined to have a lot of stuff done, because our kitchen sucked. Our kitchen sucked. <laughs> it's been a good house, but the the it was a uh, the original kitchen was just atrociously terrible. So right. that was a that was a must do, and we knew once once we had you know little ones running around that it was going to be just insanely difficult. So we were sure. determined to get that knocked out, and we did. Yeah. And we did. did a damn good, damn good job with it. Thank you. The kitchen still looks good. Yeah. So yeah, it does. It does. Thank you for that. Uh, of course. And like, I even built in a, you know, our island is perfect for beer pong. It, it's just, you know, it was planned that it worked way. Worked out that way. It did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's top a, a couple of things and we'll take a break. Uh, I will say, number one, Shannon, thank you. Uh, I'm glad that I could help you out in our league and send you Herbert, and uh, you could send me another running back because that's exactly what I needed uh, on my squad mm -hmm. to make sure that we can not have to be 7-8 and eight backdoor and into the playoffs, but we can just ride our solid teams in like the real champions that we are. Um, Collusion. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of running back whores. <laughs> I, God bless. Dude. There were people that got picked up this week. You could you could have gone after. And the thing is, I didn't even think about it at the time because I'm like going, it's like I didn't know if they were going to play or not. I mean, it's just one of those things where I know it's the next man up mentality, and a lot of these guys are definitely showing up. But then it's like you pick one up thinking they're going to do something, and they f shit on you and yeah, do you, nothing because you got that oh, like Pope, like Pope did to me. Yeah, you got that nope out of Pope. 
Nope. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Luckily, I was playing Mark, so I still got the Ws. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, it's funny. Oh. We, both, we, we both left a lot of points on the bench, too. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. I was convinced that, uh, you know, Scantling was once again just kind of a flash in the pan for one week and then, you know, going to go back to his shitty ways. And no, of course not. Nope. Nope. Nothing says fantasy like chasing points. You know, you, you park them, they do great. You put them back in, they do nothing. Of you course. know, I mean, again, you know, we laugh about fantasy, and this is real for anybody that plays fantasy football. There's so much, like, randomness and luck that's involved with the stuff as far as being healthy, doing your lineup. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, just try to have fun with it, right? Just and just understand just the, the complete insanity that fantasy football can be. I can I can share a quick quick funny thing on my end and that um I I this year I I I really wasn't even hardly planning on doing fantasy yet I'm, but I'm doing this I, I can tell so. by the state of your team because you didn't yeah I I still I, think I, you're not actually planning on doing fantasy I'm I'm, make, I'm making a starting lineup but I mean no I'm not taking a whole lot of time with it but uh but no in, in a DC league with with a bunch of DC folks and my wife um they uh, they have got a pretty fun setup every year where they do punishment style but for fun stuff like mm -hmm. if you if your team comes in uh with the lowest point total for the week you've got to send an apology video to everybody for why your team sucks so bad and why you suck so much in fantasy football um and then also if you lose by more than 50 points you have to send a video uh to everybody showing you like taking a, sh a shot or you know down on a full beer or something like that i, I find um, it interesting that you have so much fun with that but given the state of your team in this league that you haven't proposed this in any capacity like I find it, I, I find I'm, it to be a point of I'm curiosity. Not I'm not, I'm not the commissioner of this league, but but sure. I mean, we can definitely put in some shit like this. But uh, anyway, you've been holding uh, out. You know how many great videos we'd have of your sorry ass by now? Oh, damn it, Mark. <laughs> Anywho, um, I was playing my wife this week, and um, I'm I'm in second over there uh, at a. Seven and two, I think. I don't know. Anyway, in second place, um, and uh, she's trying to sneak in the playoffs. So I, I, I didn't really want to like beat her too bad, but I mean, I'm not gonna give her a win. Uh, anyway, I not only you know beat her solidly, but I mean, she both unfortunately had the lowest point total for the week, and I ended up beating her by fifty. So she got both punishments for the week. Um, so I felt a little bad, but not really. I don't know. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins' uh, connection was was you know, pretty Cooking. solid over there. Yeah, it's, I'd say you did okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say you did all right. Duke. Dude. <laughs> to me, the, the best game of the week. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of, I was almost kind of encouraging that maybe as a lead-in to, you know, I mean, that, that was certainly the most entertaining uh, game of the week. Yeah, you know what? Why not? That, that, we can close 7-1 on that. Why not? Again, we get another reminder of how atrociously terrible that uh, Hopkins trade was for the Texans. So, thank you, Bill O'Brien, for making sure that all Texans fans will want to vomit continuously <laughs> through the rest of the 2020. They weren't sick enough as is with their team's general suck bags. He, um, he should never be allowed to coach again. Ever. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that, what a what a terrible what a terrible move. And you think about the collapse of the of the Houston sports scene, right? You know, Houston, the Rockets are falling apart. They're talking about we're trying to figure out if they can trade Westbrook. Uh, Harden wants out of there to go to Brooklyn or whatever. 
Um, so the, the Rockets are a mess. The Texans are a disaster. Uh, the strippers are going to lose all that money from Oh, Harvey. my God. They're going to have to shut down the strip clubs. <laughs> James Hard- Harden's going to have to relocate some strippers with him to wherever he goes. <laughs> the Astros had their thing this year. I mean, yeah. goodness. I mean, Houston's, Houston's had a rough go of it, buddy. Rough go of it. Uh, but no, that was that was ended up being a fun game. It, it's a great game in highlights. But if you watched it, there were some. I mean, there were just some uh, fantastic moments uh, in that game. One thing I will say before it gets away from me, you know, jo- uh, Josh Allen's grandmother passed away, and you know, I think back to the other year. Was it Andy Dalton that people were donating money? Uh, like, was it thirteen bucks or I don't? There was something they were doing because uh, he helped. Sure. To help the Bills get in the playoffs or whatever, right? Yeah, they beat Baltimore, <laughs> yeah. and all the Bills fans started donating to his foundation. There it was, which was glorious, right? That was fantastic. That was a great story. So not only do they you know, jump through tables and do fun, drunken things, uh, but they step up pretty big time. So Josh Allen's grandmother, uh, Patricia Allen, passed away. Uh, she was 80 years old, and so she, she passed away Saturday, and Allen played Sunday, uh, played in her memory on Sunday. And... People were doing donations. I'm going to mispronounce the hospital, uh, but it was a children's hospital. Uh, I'm just going to say, is, I don't know if it's Oishai. I'm not quite sure, but it was a children's hospital. They had raised, at some point on Friday, they had donations that it had reached $483,000. Wow. And so it kept on going, and Josh Allen was super you know, happy and, and just tweeted his own thanks. And he said, man, this is unreal. Count me in for 17000 to make it 500000 and the do- awesome. yeah, the donations of the hospital have gone. They're typically done in seventeen dollar increments for Josh Allen's jersey number, so which is just incredible. Yeah, just incredible. So, um, and he played. A, I mean, he had <laughs> both of those teams had some incredible moments in that game. Yes, had some absolutely incredible moments in that game, and Josh Allen has certainly been a little live by the sword, die by the sword kind of quarterback. But that's another team and another player where you can see their, their progression and and like they made the right move getting you know digs. What a great oh gosh yes. What a great addition to the Bills for a young quarterback that has an arm, right? What a great addition. Clearly going to be underutilized by Kurt Cousins in Minnesota. Because <laughs> Kurt Cousins is the real quarterback. Kurt Cousins. Kurt. Cousins is the imposter that shows up more routinely. Uh, that sucks. But unlike the, the the you know the you know Hopkins debacle, getting out of uh, getting traded from the Texans. Thanks, Bill O'Brien. Uh, that was a great move for Buffalo. But think about the trend and the, the the progression that that Buffalo has made. And then same thing with the Cardinals, right? Bringing in Kyler Murray. I mean, just shifting that franchise over the past couple of years with. A coaching hire that makes sense with somebody that's got a vision for how they build the roster, for how they build the team. And a lot of people looked at the Kyler Murray thing and were like, well, look at him now. Five consecutive games with a rushing and a passing touchdown. The longest the longest such streak in NFL history. All right. He tied the season record, didn't he? With eight games? With a rushing and passing touchdown? I believe you like, are correct, sir. Overall record for the season with him, Kyler Murray, Pepper, yeah. Most games and, with a uh, pa- cam, right? Yeah, uh, most games with a pass and a rush touchdown in a single season, he tied the record, which is eight. He's done that in nine games. Cam Newton did it in 2011. 
Dante, our man Dante Culpepper, buddy, did it back in 2002. And Steve Grogan, who Mark certainly won't know, uh, did it in 1976 in a 14-game schedule. All right? Tremendous. I forgot he'd been around for that long. Who? Grogan. Because he, he played a long-ass yeah. time. 76, man. That, that's, that's like, that's pre-me, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's. That's Same a long here. time ago, brother. That's pre all of us. <laughs> and, and let's be honest, I think Murray's probably going to have another rushing touchdown and a passing one tomorrow night too. Uh, I say there's a strong, strong probability, yeah. right? I mean, he's and eight the thing is, it really helps that it helps that the dude is low to the ground. He's shifty, and he just has those afterburners that he can just kick on at any moment. Well, that and he can actually throw an accurate freaking ball. Yeah, you know that saying? Hail Mary, I was pretty damn impressed, but it also helps that Hopkins has some ups. <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. I mean, it, yeah. That was amazing. Some I mean, strong the, hands. The too. end of the, Yeah, he's certainly doing his whatever grip workout or whatever Between they got. him and Mike Evans with strong hands, mm-hmm. I mean, damn. Look, I mean, that that game has a lot of cool moments in it. I love the, you know, in the first quarter they had uh, the Bills were getting a little cute, a little trickeration. You know, second and eight from the 12, and Allen took the snap, handed it off to McKenzie. McKenzie throws it back to Josh Allen, who runs, you know, gets into the end zone with a little shake and bake. I mean, usually when, like, a quarterback has a reception, it's, like, accidental, like it's a tipped ball. You know what I mean? Or something screwy. But to not only have a reception, but a touchdown, ridiculous. That was cool. And then Cole Beasley, holy crap. Forget, forget Cole Beasley. It was Cole Beastly. That guy was a stud. And if it wasn't for that Hopkins catch at the end of the game, people would be talking about that Cole Beasley catch on the sideline where he, you know, and it went up with like one hand. We were like, um, I'd have to double check when that was in the game. That might have been the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a fourth quarter. That was quarter. on the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Buffalo uh, drive to take yeah. the lead at the end, I and believe. Allen's under duress. He fires one off to Beasley near the sideline. And I mean, it looked like that ball was going to just sail over Beasley's head. That dude. That dude's got some ups. He got up there. He's totally outstretched, man, catching that ball with one hand. It's like he had Velcro. He must have had some of that uh, Jerry Rice, like, stick him, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, on the glove. I, I, I mean, that was an incredible catch. That was an incredible catch to do that. And then, you know, on that drive, on that drive, you got Allen firing off that rocket to Diggs in the end zone. I mean, it's 30 to 26 with 34 seconds to go, dude. Bill's leading, you figure, oh man. Whew. But Cardinals get rolling. Bill's D is playing way off. They're picking up yards. They're using their timeouts judiciously. It's a fun word tonight. Using the sideline to move down the field. You got 11 seconds left, man. Near midfield. Kyler Murray avoids the pressure, rolls out to his left, throws a wing and a prayer bomb to Hopkins, man. And that dude brings it in, in the middle of three defenders one behind him, one in front of him, and one hitting him. That was just absolutely incredible. That was absolutely, that was a a phenomenal catch. Phenomenal. That that deserves some audio. Rolling left in trouble, slips a tackle, got to launch it. He does. Left side, into the end zone, jump ball, and it is. Is it caught? Is it caught? Oh, my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. He caught it for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. You've got to be joking me. Hopkins reaches up with three defenders around him and pulls it in, and the Cardinals lead it 32-30 to with a second left. You can't cover Duke. You're not going to be able to cover him. Throw the ball up. 
That's what Kyler Murray did. <laughs> let's see. If the, let's see. Let's see if they're they're as enthused on this call. Shotgun. Murray out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. It's Murray magic. It's Murray magic. I heard somebody. Hail Murray. Yeah, I was gonna say I heard somebody call it a Hail Murray, which was you know I think I, that a lot of people ended up running with that. But I don't know if that was a slip of the tongue, but it's like one of those things is like, dude, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect, man. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere there's like some, you know, Germans or some Spaniards yelling uh, that coverage of that. That's probably a lot of fun, too. But I didn't uh, track down, you know, foreign language variants of it. But, yeah. yeah, get them soccer announcers. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. yeah. I, know my, I, I know my first thoughts when I saw that play was, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, look, I mean, the Bills defenders were there. I mean, you can't even yeah. fault. You can't even fault anybody. Uh, they, they had them, them no. swarms. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. You can't play better, better defense than that. It's, it's like, it's like a, you know, it's just simply a, a, you know, good defense or great defense, really, better offense. I mean, it, it's, it's, you, you, you can't, you can't coach that. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I certainly think that's. Both both sides of the player are unreal, but I mean, I think Murray especially does. Mm -hmm. I think need to get a little bit more, just a slight more credit than 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 Hopkins. Both of them. Ridiculous, oh, him but, staying alive in that play. Exactly. Yes. Him, him him getting away, away, finding the space, and and I mean, it, it wasn't just like a awkward heave. I mean, it, it's a beautiful ball. Oh, it was a great I mean, throw. That, that's 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 what blew me away. Was I mean, you know, I thought maybe he would just kind of have to flail and try to chuck it up there as best he could, but I mean, it's it's a tight spiral. I mean. Which yeah, made no sense not only it, the, what what he was doing. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's a great throw. Period. But for how he was moving when he had to uncork that right. thing, holy moly! You would think yeah, it would have been awkward, left, like yeah, loading that's not easy. Yeah. No, I don't know how you do that. That's. I mean, he, he's certainly done more than I'm enough sure to Tua, impress you know. people. That's why he was drafted <laughs> in the first round as a baseball player. He's got a freaking rocket right. arm. I mean, yeah, oh, he does. Absolutely. He does. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean uh, Hopkins, uh, good old good old Nuck. I mean he, he basically went went up like like a guy getting getting a rebound. I mean just go up and get it at its highest point. Mm -hmm. um, just ridiculous. Well yeah, because you definitely got to give uh, Hopkins credit for just timing the jump perfectly. Sure. Um, but <clears throat> one of the things I do uh, now during the week since I work from home is during my lunch I'll watch NFL Now, and they were talking about that play and how. The one thing the Bills did wrong on the defensive side of that thing was they played a soft zone. Even though it was prevent defense, mm -hmm. they were like, you should have brought your corners up to at least jam the guys to kind of throw them off the route a little bit. You know, you can still have the safeties <clears throat> deep, which they did, but because they played such a prevent defense on that, it just gave the receivers a free release. And usually when that happens, you know, anybody who's going to the end zone, they're going to make it no problem. Yeah, I, so that was the only mistake I could see they made. But beyond that, those defenders were there, and I mean, that's that's. But that's I mean, also that, the problem of having a guys that are you know six four receiver versus a bunch of guys who are five eleven, five, you know six foot that just don't can't get the height up there too. Well, that's they were, one they of those, were close. Yeah, they, I mean they, they were. were they were on it. I mean they they had hands on it. I mean, again, there was a dude behind them, a dude in front of them, and a dude tattooing them while he's bringing that thing in with his 
perfectly placed. You couldn't make an advertisement better than him jumping up with his black Jordan gloves with the jump. Yeah. I mean, right with the jump man. I hope they cut that man a, a check for goodwill just for having that stuff right there. Like, thanks, bro. Uh, what what do the announcers say? There's 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 six X, uh, which is ridiculous. I mean, that how big is hands how big are, are that dude's hands? Absurd. They say there's there's six X. I don't even know what that means, but that's <laughs> um, really big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than just really big, I've never heard of such a thing. Uh, yeah, but, I, uh, I can't say I've heard of six yeah, X gloves. Those are mitts. I mean, that's uh, Brock Lesnar when he was fighting. They said he had like three or four X, like for his gloves. I mean, and he's just a big dude. Oh, he's a monster human. Yeah, so that's and Hopkins. I mean, if you're talking six X, good God. And uh, and 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 certainly, I mean the 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 humorous aspect to me on on the on the tail end, uh, and I had no involvement in this in terms of the betting world, but uh, mm-hmm. but how the, the 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 primary line on the game uh, was Arizona minus two and a half, and so you know the the Cardinals score there with that you know miraculous you know Hale Murray, and uh, that that puts them up thirty two thirty, one second left, intelligently. They they don't they don't yeah. try the extra points, and so of course the betting world anybody who's on the Cardinals minus two and a half, I mean they're you know oh you know fuck the Cardinals or you know such pieces of shit how dare they how could they <laughs> you know it's, it's rigged 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 it was a smart decision I mean you don't need it so I understand and and also I mean from any to me any realistic you know better though yes I recognize it happened you got the touchdown you needed to give you a chance. But it would took a miraculous hail mary to you know put you in that spot in the first place. Right. It would have been a ridiculous victory for you anyway. But uh, what, you know, I understand. What, it's, it's crazy. what hurts it's like, worse? Yeah, this is a ridiculous beat. What hurts worse? The kneel down to end the game, or Chubb running out of bounds of the one? Oh, Chubb, 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 <laughs> a thousand percent. I mean, I, I, I get. I mean, I was. I mean, I had a whole lot of money, honestly. For for me, I had a whole lot of money wrapped up in in that 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 play. I would have lost a lot of money had Chubb gone in the end zone. So I was livid, thinking, "Oh my God, this is the only play." I mean, they get a first down, they they run at the clock, the game's over. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is. I just can't take a. You know. Oh wait. No, he, he's breaking the outside. There's nobody there. He's he's gonna get a touchdown. You've absolutely got to. I mean, my heart is just breaking. Uh, from you know, my degenerate heart is breaking watching him, and then all of a sudden, I see him swerve out of bounds to the one. I'm like, you're kidding. He just did. Did he really do that? Am I? Did I just imagine that? No, he really. Oh my God, this is amazing. Best day ever. I mean, I, I couldn't have been happier. It was uh, amazing to me. And I mean, I will I will freely say to the people who are on the Browns, I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I I understand that play more so if you're just like up one because the touchdown, the next point, you're up eight, it's still one score game. You know, you, you certainly would see that. Up three, I was pretty surprised. I mean, I, I understand you don't need it, and they 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 didn't. You know, they kneel it out. It's done. But I mean, he scores there. I mean, what? There's 30 seconds left. No timeouts for the Texans. I mean, the game is basically still over. I mean, yeah. I, I, in a rainstorm, yeah. it, it is still over. Uh, so I, I just think most people <laughs> probably do not make that decision. And uh, you know, certainly, have you? Chubb is still a, a very young player, so I was surprised that he made that, you know, that that, that decision there. But I was extremely thankful. Um, that that was uh, that was pretty amazing for me. So. 
Uh, my understanding is also it changed the uh, the over under the second half, which was mm-hmm. 20 points. It kept it under. So I mean, there were two, you know, the, both the, the line of the game and the second half over under. It, it, it screwed uh, <laughs> it screwed a lot of people there on that mm-hmm. side. It's just amazing those those tiny decisions that can, you know, in the in the degenerate world well, move. Yeah, the flip know, side, who, who knows how much money? Right, but the flip side is you know people are bitching, but you, what you don't necessarily hear are all the people that are like. Yes, I'm like perfect, oh, <laughs> right? Like myself, yeah, like you, you know. Uh, and and that's where I always say, I mean, bad beats can be absolutely brutal, and I've suffered many in my day. I, I, that's just a weird one to label because I mean, it, it would have been a horrific beat had had he actually gotten in. It would it would have been a horrible beat for me, but you know, the, the, again, you, you know, first down because I mean, it really was a weird game. Houston was was there most of the game, but both sides were just you know kind of screwing themselves and not scoring. And then Houston gets the touchdown late, and then all I need them to do is you know not not give up the first down there or, or give up the first down, and you know, then that's the game or get the ball back and you know do nothing with it um but uh to see him you know bust the outside and then clearly just you know be able to take it to the house i was just like he's just absolutely got to be shitting me dude he, he and, got to the outside uh, and just took off bro <laughs> i mean yeah. holy crap man uh so that that was so yeah i mean i i understand how the cardinals backers you know are are pissed off about the you know kneeling and not taking the extra point but certainly the the chubb decision is is a much much crazier outcome for, i'd say uh by by far by far do you imagine the cardinals kicking an extra point and buffalo block it and run it back for two to send it to <laughs> overtime <laughs> right right yeah i, I mean, mean exactly. i understand why they took the knee I mean, exactly. It's, I mean, it's, like, it's, likelihood is so slim, but what's the likelihood of, you know, a safe snap and getting your knee down is a lot safer. <laughs> so, well, you know, that's one of those things. Can you imagine a criticism if that happened, right? The criticism they would face. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, it, it's the right strategic decision because of the clock, because of the, you, you know what I mean? Like, and there are times there are clearly coaches that think, about big picture and little picture and managing all these kind of things. And if you have enough points to win and you can eliminate the clock, just do it. Right. You know what I mean? It's the right strategic decision. Look, yeah, okay, fine, man. Was there a part of me that was like, oh, just run that damn thing in, Chubb? Yeah, of course there was. But I'm not going to fault him for making a highly intelligent strategic decision that says, we give you no opportunity. We don't have to make those plays. We're not going to expose any of our players to any additional element of risk. We're going to lock this down. We're going to shut this game down and up yours. Yeah, it's really smart for a young dude. I mean, that's, I, I give him credit. I mean, I, I again, I still say, you know, and, and I mean, you know, some people were like, well, why did he run out of bounds instead of just falling down? Well, we, we saw uh, who, who was it that, you know, tried to fall down at the one. and, and Gurley. 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 <laughs> but, but, but uh, yeah, that's happened a couple times. Um, but but Gurley most recently, so yeah, it's it's very smart for a young guy. I, I, obviously, the, the the third party of people who are pissed off are fantasy owners. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, I wonder wonder if any you know major. I'm sure. I mean, there, there's got to be somebody who you know would have won had he gone in, yeah, you know, or something like that. But oh, uh, of course. 
no, it's it's a very it's a very smart decision by a young 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 guy. That's because uh, obviously, I mean, you, you you can have the foresight and 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 the you know decision made in advance to you know take the knee on the kick and not not kick it. But mm-hmm. you know, Chubb's decision. I mean, it's not like they talked to him about that before the play. I mean, it's not like you're anticipating that. That was you know entirely his own decision. It was either running like, hey, I don't need to take this in. Let me veer veer out of bounds and and uh, and make make D stats day. Make these that why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm send, sending him a little chunk in the mail. Uh, <laughs> nice, yeah, very reminiscent mail. of uh, Maurice Jones Drew back in the day when he hit broke that 70 plus yard run and then he just stopped on a dime at the two and took a knee. <laughs> God, J- Joe, Jones Drew at his best was fantastic, wasn't he? Oh, oh yeah. he was a little, little, little pimple. Yeah, then West uh, Westbrook from the Eagles do the same thing one year to Dallas. That sounds right. I think yeah. So. He like took a he stopped at like the two and all these fancy people lost their minds and he was like What are you did, doing? Did, did, did you like, We're here to win the game. I don't care about your fantasy. Yeah, no, team. they shouldn't. The NFL players should not give two craps about fantasy anything. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, dude. Piss off with that crap. If you if you are an actual like professional sports athlete, you should give zero fucks about other people's fantasy sports, man. Like zero. <laughs> Y- y'all do the thing. Zero, zero point zero. Zero point zero. Did you I see? I mean, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a tangent that's not even necessary because I I know we all get it and people are just idiots. But like, it's a shame to me. Like, I I follow uh, Mahomes on uh, Instagram. Just yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he's he's my favorite non-giant. How anybody? I mean, if you love football, you you, you should love Patrick should. Mahomes. He's a wizard and um i still feel like he like you know again he just recently got you know uh well his wife uh or soon to be wife is fiance know, kid that's the right uh, word fiance fiance is having you know pregnant and um you know he posts you know stuff about that and still like half the comments are you know hope you hope you really show up for me in fantasy this week and stuff like that like like they give like you really think he gives a shit i mean like why uh i don't know people are such idiots but you know did, did you see the uh, where Chris Carson got into it with a fan over fantasy football? <laughs> I did not hear about this, yeah. but it doesn't surprise me. So this was great. So uh, Seahawks running back Chris Carson. Lord knows it. And first of all, if you're playing fantasy and you're trusting Seattle running backs, you're the dummy. Okay? True story. <laughs> Hashtag facts. <laughs> anyway, so one one fan was so annoyed over uh, Carson being hurt. You know, he's injured, man. He had a foot injury, bro. Anyway, decided to reach out to the running back directly and sent him uh, a DM on Instagram. All right. And so the dude sent him a message and said, yo, bum, stop making the name Carson look like a pussy name and grow a sack. You're getting a bag. You're getting a bag to be a bitch. I'm trying to get a bag in fantasy, but I need you to do your role. See you out on the field, Christopher. And and so they get into the, I mean, and he responds to this guy. It ain't hard to find you, little boy. Don't talk tough on social media unless you're really about that shit. Fuck your fantasy team, bitch. And so they go back and forth about all this crap. And this guy, you know, they're just exchanging insults. And so finally Carson says, fuck your fantasy team. Come make me play. Right? And this dude goes, what's the address? Chris Carson put his address in there and said, yo ass better pull up too. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I tell you what. If this dude actually went up to Chris Carson's house, I, I, you know what I mean? Like that would take some serious stones. That would take some serious cojones. Tape your foot up and go the fuck in. I can't believe this guy said that to an NFL player. 
You really? Wow. Anyway, just That's dumb. So stupid. Yep. So dumb. So dumb. Speaking in fa speaking of fantasy, let's wrap up segment one. Uh, I'm just gonna read this headline to you. Earl Thomas's wife reportedly files for divorce. No word on how brother and mistress are taking the news. Oh, damn. Wow. Oh, 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 what was that, the 70s show? Dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, Lord. Nina added in the divorce documentation that the couple has had a strange relationship. <laughs> you think maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that what they call it now? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what they say. Anywho... I just really wanted to play that song, and that's the only headline I could fi I, I could use. I don't. It's the only one I could use for that. So. That works. It did. That was the old. Uh, oh, married shoot, with, what was the? Married with children. Use it, yeah. Married with children. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Al Bundy. That's awesome. Al, Al Bundy. Thinking. Yeah. Well. Right. You didn't say Ted Bundy. No. No. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very different Bundy. That's a that's a different Bundy. Anyway. By the uh, way, so, don't let that distract you from the time that Al Bundy scored four touchdowns mm -hmm. for Paul Kai. Shannon, do you remember years ago when I told you that people would write that randomly in comments, and you're like, "What are you talking about? Have you seen that now? Where people all will, the all, all the, time. the damn time, and it, it it's so random. Don't let this like, distract you from the time that yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really, guys? I, it makes it makes me chuckle. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Kind of like it's stupid. Really? It's stupid. It, there's a couple of like internet commentary like tropes, and that's like that's just one of the ones that just shows up uh, quite frequently, and it, it just it makes me chuckle. Anyway, all right. So uh, final recap of the NBA draft. They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker! Who the fuck is this? That, sum, uh, that sums that up. And uh, I do have some breaking news and sad news. Uh-oh. Um, uh-oh. They're saying Clay Thompson may have suffered a significant Achilles injury, but there is an MRI tomorrow to oh, confirm no. it. Oh, So he's just coming off the ACL tear, and now it looks like he may lose this upcoming season as well. So Clay Thompson is also done with 2020. My goodness. Bro, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Hopefully it's not as bad as they're saying, but, I mean, if they know it's the Achilles, that's, no. that's a year already. Mm -mm. Yeah, it is. It's a terrible injury for anybody, but for a basketball player? Yeah, mm. it's... it's uh, mm. Mm -mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, didn't John Wall tear his Achilles? He did. When was yeah. the last time that dude actually played meaningful, legitimate, quality basketball? 2018, 2018. I think. I mean, yeah. it, feel, it feels like it's been forever, right? Yeah, he, he tore his... He, I think he tore his... I think he did the same thing. He tore his ACL, then he tore his Achilles. It was one of the way. But he tore both of them, and 
I think he's just trying to come back from all of that for this season. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, they were talking about trading him for Harden. And, well, that's – no, uh, for Westbrook. Or Westbrook, excuse because, me. Because the contracts – it's because their contracts match up. Yeah. But I don't I don't see that happening. No. I don't think that's going to happen. That's – Washington, I don't know. I – I really don't. I, I've, I've read some things that the players aren't happy with the Houston's owner and um, the GM who's just now walking into that role uh, from Daryl Morey. He's just, he I mean, has well, an unenviable task. Oh, sure. Point. Well, D'Antoni's gone. Daryl Morey's gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, Harden wants out. Westbrook, want, I guess, wants I mean, like, what are they going to do, man? You know. And, I mean, and, it's and like he's on the Titanic. Yes. Yeah. It's a sinking ship, but I, like uh, I've heard lots of chatter about how they're willing to make it uncomfortable, and it's like at at what point if you have an antagonistic relationship with your players? Look, look, and Harden's got two years left, man, and they offered him a two year extension on top of that for a hundred three million dollars. Okay, yep. um, which he declined, but he's got two years left on his deal. They don't have to move that guy. They don't have to move. They don't have to appease him. They're not going to get fair value back for him. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Like what? Well, who are you going to trade Harden to that, number one, you're going to get players and picks or whatever back that live up to what he is? Now, we can complain you know, and poke fun of him for what he's done or hadn't done in the playoffs and all that kind of crap, okay? But is Houston going to get reasonable value back for Harden? No. 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 So they cannot win with him. They cannot win without him, but... Unless somebody's gonna, you know, blow him away, they don't have to do squat, dude. I guess he can be a knucklehead or do something stupid, but that's not gonna help him. I mean, he's at the point in his career; it's find a way to get a ring. It's he's at legacy point of his career. You know what I'm saying? He's at legacy point. Yeah. He's got plenty of individual accolades. Um, I mean, he's the MVP of the strip clubs in Houston, for sure. But no, no rings, dude. No rings. So he's at legacy. He's at the intersection of legacy, and he's got a window. Anyway, well, I tell you what. Let's uh, we can revisit that. I actually, Mark, I wouldn't mind getting your thoughts on uh, on Harden, Harden the trade situation, and then uh, if he was in Brooklyn, what that might actually be like. But um, uh, I'm, I, I, I might have to take off at this uh, juncture. Oh. Let's. I, I, I mean, if you want, I, I can I can stick around for the, 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 the front end of the next. I would just like a little bit, you know, sure, on sure. that. I mean, if that works for you. I need, I need a drink yeah. and a yeah, bathroom break absolutely. and, you know, a fresh beer. I'm out of my mixed drink. I'm out of my beer. You know. It's like breaking news. <laughs> I have no beer. I have, I have nothing <laughs> to drink except water. And as much as I love to hydrate, that's just not very fun. You know? So, all right, look, I'll tell you a quick break. Why, why don't we – we'll clean that up on the front end of uh, the next one, and you can ripcord out. But, yeah, I, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on um, Harden and Harden and Houston and then who you think he could really, you know, end up with. But it, it seems to me that he's, you know, obviously seeking out, you know, the Nets and uh, Durant and old Kyrie. So, which – that could be volatile but interesting. But I'd like, to, I'd like to know your reaction to that. Anyway, let's take a quick break. As always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, our home feed on Podbean, of course, livesportscaster.com, and a whole host of other services. 
uh, if you like beer, you like sports, and you like putting up with our bullshit, then uh, feel free <laughs> feel free to have a laugh and you know share it if you want or you know whatever. Send us a a a, a DM. We're not going to fight you over fantasy. Well, Mark might if you're in the seventh or eighth position and your league has eighteen playoffs, he might. <laughs> but the rest the rest of us won't. Anyway, we'll take a quick break. We're the Sports Brew. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back, refreshed. Nice new beverages on hand. Lord knows I needed that, man. Woo, yeah. Another Rod Gardner special. That little Jack and Coke. That's hitting good, buddy. Mmm. That drinks like Applebee's, man. Good in the neighborhood, buddy. Woo. I'm a so fan. I guess the question for you is, how close are we hitting asshole o'clock, then, if you're doing another 50-50? Uh, <laughs> g- give me about 10 minutes. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it it might be there, we'll see. So that that'll be my cue to take off in about ten minutes. <laughs> Maybe it could be. How about that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts? Maybe below the cockles. Maybe in the subcockle area. The subcockles. Maybe in the liver. Maybe in the kidneys. Maybe even in the colon. Behind me are going insane. I'm an asshole. I love that song, man. Particularly it's once a great song. Once once I'm a couple drinks in, I really love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Always makes me feel better. All right, Mark. Um, I know you got to go in a minute. So let me ask you this. Number one. Because I know you like the beard, okay? And people do forget how great of a a role player and a team player he was early on with OKC because they think about him kind of ball hogging in Houston. He is capable of doing a lot of different things if he so chooses. All right? And it is fun to think of what he would be like in Brooklyn. So I guess my question for you is twofold. Number one... Where would you like to see him go? And number two, if he ends up in Brooklyn, is the ceiling the roof? <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say uh, yes to Brooklyn, just because that that I I do still feel like we've got uh at least a few more years left of the super teams i i I really i kind of hope that the super team concept dies out eventually um and i think it will the post lebron nba yeah um but i still i feel like we're there right now so i i I think it makes sense to try to have some stacked up teams um uh, certainly the Lake Lakers are, are you know, going to remain the, the, the top fours. And, and, and you know, just because I, I want to throw out some quick Lakers love. Well, I mean, Davis is not going anywhere else, right? Do I? I mean, Davis isn't really going anywhere. I know he opted out of whatever. No. He's, he's not going no, anywhere abs- else. Ab- no, absolutely not. And the, the fact that they just picked up Den- Dennis Schroeder, I mean, that's a great pickup that's uh, is kind of under the under the radar. So, you know, they're, uh, yeah, they're not, they're, no, Davis isn't going anywhere. Um so uh, yeah, I say yes to to to, to him in Brooklyn, and uh, I, I think it's a great move. And 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 uh, you know, I, I it's a it's it's a fu- dumpster fire. Well, it's not a dumpster <laughs> fire, but it, it's it's a it's a 
very volatile, gross, weird situation in Houston right now. And, uh, yeah, I've got a few friends out there, so I feel, I feel bad for them. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't see how, how uh, you know, they retain Harden. Um, it, uh, certainly that team is, is falling apart of the seams. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to only get worse uh, after, you know, uh, he's gone. So Rebuild a clock. Yeah. Well, they, they could use some of those picks that OKC has stacked up the last couple of years. <laughs> does anybody have more? True. Does anybody have more number one picks than the Oklahoma City Thunder? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I was no. reading. I was reading one article and it felt like they had like you know multiple first round picks for like the next decade. I mean, it was just obscene. <laughs> now I don't know what they're going to do with them. Hopefully, they can actually turn it into you know. Turn it into something, but uh, having picks is one thing. Doing something with them is is a completely different story. Exactly. So, <clears throat> anyway, now I, I'm fascinated by what what Brooklyn, what the Nets would be like if he was there, and I would like to think that his mindset would shift to be back with Durant. And Ky- look, Kyrie is a special breed. Let's not pretend otherwise. That yeah. that dude can be pretty out there. But I would like to think at their best that they would be able to coexist and that they would, you know, there's a lot of upside. And again, I think people forget what Harden did early in his career with the Thunder. I mean, that was an incredible six man coming in. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and really the Thunder, all they had to do was be willing to pay that guy. Yeah. And think about, think about what the Thunder should have and could have been with that line. Oh, we've I think had we, this conversation. We, I, oh, yeah, I was going to say, we we, did. We, I think we've, we've, we we've did. all kind of done that. Oh, man, I mean, like, what what it could have been if they could have just kept they that team together it, for another, another one or two years. Well, they yeah. should have let the last year play out instead of just trading them before the season. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They should just let it play out. They were so close. They were so oh, close. So, so close. So close. I mean, they, they could have essentially been – you know, I mean, insert, you know, any number of teams that have had incredible runs and they were on the cusp. Mm-hmm. They were on the cusp of being, maybe, maybe this is unfair, but you know, what pops into my head is, is kind of the Warriors. And I'm not saying that's a fair statement, but think about the, the level of talent they would have had at multiple positions, the flexibility they would have had, had they just been willing to pay them. Yeah. And and you make a run. I mean, they they had a, a just a tremendous window, and they shut it themselves. I mean, that's yeah. a rare thing. It's one thing to have a window and not get it done. It's another thing to have a window and choke like you're the Braves. But it's a whole different level. <laughs> that's for you, Whitfield. It's a whole different level <laughs> to have a window and be like, you know what? Nah, we're just, we're not going to do that. See ya. <laughs> I yeah. mean. That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, they, they legitimately could have had that the first super team. <clears throat> and they of, were all drafted, dude. Like yes, it, exactly. they didn't have to put it yes. together. It could, just they were all drafted together. Well, not no. together, but you know, over right. time. But uh, you know, the flip side and and people forget, well, you know, and the thing with the Warriors is is people think about Durant going there, but I mean, that was a great team before Durant went there. And th- there was a lot of homegrown talent. They didn't need Durant, but Durant made them made a great team even greater. You know what I mean? Just ridiculous. But the Thunder were special. 
I mean, that that team was on the cusp of being incredible. And they, they broke it up. Yeah. So there's a part of me that's very intrigued to see what the back chunk of Harden's career. Um, Durant, I certainly believe in. I think that guy wants to legitimately be considered like an absolute all-time great. I think Durant wants that. I think he's willing to work for that. And let's be real, Harden, who's very accomplished individually, he's at a point in his career that his legacy, he's at the legacy part of his career where he needs to put a stamp on something other than just being a, a regular season stat monster in Houston. You know, they had some very, very bitter playoff exits. I'm not saying it's all his fault. I'm not saying that. The casual fan, the general observer, whatever, is going to say, God, they couldn't get it done in Houston. Well, Harden wants to get it done somewhere, and Brooklyn would be a great opportunity. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know if they can make it work. I don't know if Houston will will actually, like, you know, appease him and do that. But that would be entertaining. would also be an absolutely phenomenal NBA Jam Tournament Edition team. (laughs) oh man (laughs) that'd be great i'm kidding it'd be great so mark i tell you what go ahead no well no you go ahead because i have one off topic nba thing but yeah i was gonna say uh if you have any kind of wrap-up thoughts or anything you want to throw in the ring before you get out of here sure i thought so so i think the the one other thing i was gonna say that's uh that i'm definitely intrigued by Mm -hmm. is uh i really hadn't gotten the nba brain just yet so that's why i hadn't even checked on the draft i know i hear you that stuff uh but uh i do think cp3 to the phoenix is a very interesting move that i i'm excited to see that team because that team has so much young talent Devin Booker is an assassin, uh, and and they absolutely. But they're such a young team still, yes. And and they they could use a great veteran leader. So that's a fantastic move by them. Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix was so much fun in the in the old days. I used to love playing video game Phoenix team. Mm-hmm. Uh, notoriously, not not usually a ton of defense, but uh, you know some of those teams of old could could score like madmen. And uh, but but Paul, I'm not saying they're magically you know gonna you know be uh you know champion but you know paul brings something that i think they really desperately need and and great veteran leadership uh and i still think he's got plenty left in the tank so uh yeah i think they're gonna be an interesting team to watch next year 35 right that sounds about right to me no he should he, he has a little gas left in the tank and i am very curious to see how it plays out you it plays you know when you think about it on paper the proverbial on paper, Aiton and Booker, I mean, how, how much can Chris Paul elevate what that team is? I mean, you think about what OKC accomplished with him. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, what expectations were there for the Thunder last year? None. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and they got to, what, the fourth seed? That, that, I mean, they were they a pretty good yeah, season. They, they were a pretty competitive yeah. squad. So for a team that's young, that's got players that are still developing and growing and have upside, to get a veteran presence that understands the game, that can elevate. It's one of the things we talk about a lot here is players that elevate. And right. Paul can elevate the Suns. So it looks like fun. It should be fun. And we'll see what they can actually accomplish. But I think it's a good move. I'm a fan of that move. I'm on the same page with you. I'm a big fan of that move. 
I think it's a, I think it's a good move that could 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 turn out to be a great move. Yeah. It's just I mean, if, if if he can kind of be a, a a mentor to Booker, who I mean is already a phenomenal player, but I just feel like somebody like Paul could absolutely you know take 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 him up even an, an extra level. Uh, I think that most of Paul's career, you've seen he's he's a, he's a team player uh, who who definitely wants to you know see more team success than his own success. I mean, he he certainly gets his own numbers, but he's he's great at um, you know moving the ball around. And so uh, yeah, it, it, it you know not going to guarantee success. You, know, you always got to see what it looks like, but it should be an interesting one to watch. And I feel like it could be a phenomenal move by the Suns. So I'll yeah. be very curious to see what that looks like in in practice. I'm surprised you didn't want to walk off with a little gloss for the weekend being the uh, Super Bowl 55 halftime show performer. <laughs> well, well I, I'm trying to remember the wording that uh, one of our good friends uh, you know, highlighted. Uh, uh, I'm not remembering what he said, but just he not he not great talent. Um, I don't know, something like that. Um, uh, our, our beloved Whitfield. Um <laughs> Uh, like you said, uh, you know, not not we're, we're uh, I mean, again, not for me because I'm part of the younger generation, but uh, they're not aiming to get artists for the olds like yourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, of the olds. That's us. Uh, no, I, 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 dude is supremely talented. I actually enjoy him. He may not be for everybody. Uh, certainly, he's not some, you know, lame scrub, no talent, uh, just because he may not be for uh, the, our, our friend Whitfield. Um, but uh, eh, good on him. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm also not saying yes. I mean, like you guys, I, yeah, would be great to see a you know, Slayer halftime or something like that. That's never going to happen. That's not the point of the halftime show. It's you're, you're trying to you know, mark, mass market uh, uh, whoever, whatever talent you have. It's not going to be some heavy metal band. It's, no. <laughs> well, not anymore anyway. No. Yeah. No. I exactly. mean, it, it, it has to be a, a, an act with a certain level of, you know, gravitas. If it's going to be a rock band, it, you know what I mean? It's got, it's like when, uh, you know, yeah, you two did it. Uh, but that was a pretty heavy one. I mean, there's certain people that cross over and are, uh, internationally big, you know what I mean? And it's different, but I, I think what you've seen the halftime show, look, the football game is for us. The halftime show is for the casuals. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to see Tools at halftime show. No. I mean, for one thing, one song would be the entire halftime, but <laughs> it would only be uh, half of a track. They couldn't even get through a whole exactly. song. They could only get half a track. So, um, wait, yeah. we already have to get off the field. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, I mean, they're going to do pop stuff. They're, they're, they're going to stick with that realm. It's the demographic they're after. They want. You know, people that are in. I mean, they they want the casual fans, and they want they they want to cross over from people that are watching the game, no matter what, like us. So they're not picking bands that appease us. <laughs> I mean, that's the important. That's the thing to remember. So a real maybe, simple maybe solution. Maybe just don't watch. Yeah. yeah, maybe they'll occasionally bring in bring in like a, a slash to do like a you know guitar you know mm -hmm. electric guitar you know instrumental with you know in the middle of a song with they're they're never gonna have you know a metal band they're never gonna have a hard rock band that's just not mass appeal that's yeah. why that's kind of the point to get the game <laughs> is for us you're exactly right yeah the football's for us and then <clears throat> halftime we usually go outside or we you know flip to the used to be the Bud Bowl. I, yeah. I I liked the Bud Bowl. Bud Bowl was great. That Bud was Bowl. entertaining. Yeah, that was now fun was, back in the day. Now it's, now it's the Puppy Bowl. Now it's the Puppy yep. Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway. I gotta ask you, Mark, have you ever thrown some money on the puppy ball? <laughs> I will I will not confirm or deny this. Or the lingerie ball. <laughs> Again, I will not confirm or deny well, you know what? Actually, uh I'm I'm a married man, I cannot confirm the knowledge of this existing. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, it, excuse me. <laughs> what I do know, what I do know is that uh, you may you may be able to deny the existence of the lingerie bowl and betting on the puppy bowl. However, I do believe Shannon inserted the perfect present for all of the married men here in the brew with uh, what I would call thunderwear. <laughs> <laughs> so you you can get your very own uh thunderwear with your own face imprinted up on that bad boy for the for your significant other. <laughs> see how well that would go. Well clearly clearly Shannon's getting the G string. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon's getting Shannon's getting the salt and pepper banana hammock. <laughs> oh, God. I needed that. Yeah. Um. Hashtag. That's what she said. Um, all right. So you you reminded me of what one one more thing. This, okay. this is actually also for 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 Shannon mostly. I mean, it can be for anybody, but. Uh, uh, I hope for this weekend's. Um, well, we, we definitely got a great Thursday night game, and y'all, y'all can talk about that. But um, I think Saturday, I'm, I'm hoping Shannon is as excited as I am. I feel like that's a 12 o'clock uh, Indiana Ohio State game. Oh, I cannot wait. I feel like that's that should have the makings of a fantastic game. I am certainly going to be rooting Indiana all the way. They are so much fun to watch. But I, I hope we get a great game. It certainly feels like it should be. Yeah, well, let's hope COVID stays away. Yes. No, of course. Hey, what? <laughs> oh, the wrong week. Huh? I was look. I was looking it up. I was going to see where it is. I was, uh, I was going to say, what, what's Fields. the line on that bad boy? Uh, that's what I'm looking now. Uh, Ohio State by twenty. Woo! Really? Wow. Well, that's I mean, they're getting a lot. Of, they're getting a lot of love to Justin Fields. Um, of course, they are. But uh, he he was talking earlier. He's like, you know, Indiana's been mixing up their defenses and their blitzes a lot. So he said it makes it hard to read it, and they've been doing a really good job. So uh, I may go for the total on that one. That's 66.5. I think both teams could probably hit the over on that pretty easy. Yeah. Would, would you? I mean, cause I, I'll admit I hadn't, I hadn't even looked at betting stuff yet. Would you have expected to see Ohio State as almost three-score favorites? Just because they don't believe in Indiana, that that's the only. I, just, I, I get it. I just feel like Indiana's been proving most everybody wrong all season long so far. Uh, I, I I thought it'd probably be more like ten. I mean, I would I would have thought it. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm being naive or, or overhyping Indiana. Well, but, uh, let's put it this way: Penn State has sucked ass. They beat them by a point. Rutgers is Rutgers. They beat them by sixteen. Uh, they beat Michigan, who has sucked ass by 17, and they shut out Michigan State. So, I mean, they're getting better. Um, Ohio, and it's at Ohio Stadium. Sure. Three touchdowns is tough, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll surprise us and give us a, a good good game. 
I hope so. I mean, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sad if uh, Ohio State runs away with it. Um, but we'll see. I, I've been I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, it's 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 primarily the quarterback, which of course I'm embarrassed myself by forgetting the Indiana's quarterback's name right now. Hopefully, Shannon can tell me. Yeah, I can't remember his name, man. Damn it, y'all. Grandma. Grandma. Me How about that? Yeah. Them fighting words, man. What's well, uh? I, I just I caught the tail end of a couple of their games, but I I don't know who the quarterback is. They they, they they've been they've been a lot of fun to watch. So uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, I there's this. Looked at the college schedule yet? Go ahead, Justin. I was gonna say that there's this great thing called Google, and we're all in front of computers, so you can what? you can look up the Indiana quarterback with a couple of keystrokes. What? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Or, or as Sam Jackson would say, shut the fuck. Well, that one and get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's right. The hell, man. Well, hey, Kentucky's at Alabama this week. They're only thirty point dogs. Hey, is that nice. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a betting bargain. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I wouldn't mind taking Kentucky plus thirty. Their defense is actually pretty good. They may be able to hold it to twenty eight to nothing. Well. Unless there's a bottle of Pappy getting involved, I don't care. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Goodness gracious. Well, thanks for the college football update, y'all. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> that, Dude, was, that was in-depth. COVID is, no, I, I, COVID is I just know. ruined this season, dude. I know. It, it has. What, an, it, it another has. SEC game got canceled this weekend, too? Like Ole Miss and Texas A&M got canceled Look, because of COVID? Hey, on the bright side, with college football, at least South Carolina fired Will Muschamp. Yeah, according to Penny, about fucking time. So South, she said fire the entire coaching staff. South Carolina allowed 159 points over the last three games. God dang. <laughs> Muschamp was 28 and 30 in five seasons and lost 14 of the last 20 games. See ya. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley would say terrible. Terrible. Uh, speak- Michael Penix Jr., by the way, there. Correct. Uh, thank you, sir. Penix. Uh, speaking of terrible or terrible, Michigan, come on down. <laughs> I mean, Harbaugh, dude, what up with that, man? Y'all suck. <laughs> LSU sucks and Michigan sucks. Y'all suck. Well, I mean, how many <laughs> how many players did LSU facts. lose though in the draft? I know. When you think about it, I know LSU. Would, like, I don't. I'm not going to hate on them. You can complain about how they've handled the Rona and some of the issues. And there's weird allegations starting to pop around that program. By the way, um, if you haven't read about it, and it could also be a lot of heartbreak because you know Mardi Gras was already canceled. And- yes. There, there's some ugliness brewing up down in LSU. So we'll see how uh, Orgeron handles that. Uh, but there, there's some ugliness bubbling, bubbling underneath the surface. But they've had some issues with the Rona. But if we're just talking about football, that was a lot of turnover to handle. And it, it, this is yeah. a, this is a, I, I don't think this is a good year to really fairly evaluate most <laughs> most programs. Yeah. Um, it's a tough spot, but it does feel like Harbaugh has run his course in Michigan. That does feel true. Yeah. Well, and the whole point of being the head coach of Michigan is how many times did you beat Ohio State? 
And that and that's None? basically how they base have, it. Off. Have they? Has he has he been to Ohio State? Like, right? Zero. I feel like yeah, I'm, Harbaugh I'm, hasn't gotten him a single win over Ohio State. So guess what? You out the door at some point. It's I, only a matter of time. Yeah, I just feel like I feel like most of those, like every game that I watched was an ass whooping delivered by Ohio State. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, one of those where you're like, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did, did it. Just that. They did it. They did it. Anyway, all right, Mark, um, you ready to bounce? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Well, unless you got a parting thought or parting shot, man, I'll let you get out of here, go get some rest and do your thing, and then we'll just uh, bat a little bit of cleanup and then shut this bad boy down. All right, folks. Well, it was excellent. Uh, Y'all enjoy the rest of your nights. Go Lakers. Go Giants. Go Mets. (laughs) Go Mets. Go Duke. Go Duke. Thanks for getting all your fandom shots in there. That's good. Thank you. I try. Yeah. You didn't get your WNBA team in there. You did not. I don't have one. <laughs> Liar. That's because he loves the whole league, Shannon. He can't pick just one team. You know yeah. that. You know Who that. NBA basketball. It's fantastic. <laughs> is, it, is it? Is it though? Is it though? Right. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, all right, brother, go get some rest, man. All right, folks. Have a good night. All right, peace you, out, bro. Yeah, all right. Well, let's do some quick hits and bat some cleanup and, and power on through. <laughs> I will say, uh, I can't say I'm thoroughly excited at the uh, Packers' victory over the Jaguars. And uh, look, I mean, the reality is football, football, you get some weird results from time to time, and sometimes teams play down or uh, bad teams, there's matchups. There's a couple of things that go into play here, but I can't say I'm particularly impressed. 24-20, yes, they get the W. And yeah, Rodgers had some moments. And uh, we had a, a, a Valdez-Scantling sighting, which, which is always good. Four catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. But for a team that is now first in the NFC, um, I would lo- have liked to have seen a little bit more out of them against Jacksonville. Uh, granted, they gave up a, a – I think it was a – yeah, it was Keelan Cole in the second quarter. gave up a 91-yard uh, pump return for a touchdown. <laughs> I, I get it, man. We can talk about different things. And he and again, Rodgers and the Packers had some moments. But I would like to see games where you feel and like more confident that they're going to deliver and that, that they're going in the right direction. I'm not convinced that they've resolved the issues they've had with, say, Tampa Bay or you know teams that have upper-tier defensive lines. Still have a lot of concerns about that. But I will say... At least I know, uh, <laughs> I forget how Shannon put it the other week, but I will say this. Aaron Rodgers passed Warren Moon on the all-time passing yardage list. All right. Kind of wild to think that Rivers passed Marino for number five, and then Rodgers passed Moon. So, kind of fun factoid, if Rodgers passes, and the next person in, in line of sight, if you will, uh, for Rodgers would be John Elway. Wow. Okay. 51,475, which when we were kids sounded like a ton. Of course, now you got people with 70, 70 plus, so it, which is bananas. But if Rodgers is able to pass Elway, that will mean six of the top 10 on the all time passing yardage list will be current players Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan. Who I wouldn't have guessed, Matt Ryan and Rodgers, Breeze, you know, Brady, you know, 
Roethlisberger yep. makes sense. Matt Ryan, I wouldn't have guessed. Well, you got to figure he's had quite a few seasons where he, he had at least 4,500 or 5,000 yes. yards passing. I just he? wouldn't, my mind would not have immediately gone to Matt Ryan. Helps when you can throw to Julio. Mm hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Hold that and getting good receivers in year in, year out, regardless of it, if you have Julio healthy or not. Yeah. Julio, Roddy White, Calvin Ridley. I mean, man, I tell you what, when Roddy White was Zacchaeus. done, though, he was done in a hurry, <laughs> wasn't he? Woo. Tony Gonzalez. I mean, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You forget about some of those guys. That's true. So, Matty Ice is up there. If, if only. Was there a frog? Was there a barking, what the hell was that? Was there a barking spider on the podcast? What was that? There may or may not have been was, a barking spider in my was, house. Was there a Lego Star Wars special cranking up? <laughs> Just saying. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Cunts. Exactly. Hey, I had, Justin, yes. I'm sorry, buddy. I couldn't hold it back. I had to let it go. <laughs> I think the more apt description of that is that you had to let it blow. <laughs> that is a true story. Don't worry. At the end of the podcast, we can say smell you later. It's all it's all good. Well, My if he man. keeps going in that direction, he's going to be singing Let Me Poop. He might. <laughs> Randy, do not encourage him or we got to go back to hide your kids, hide your wipes. <laughs> 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 hide your kids hide your wipes i tell you if <laughs> all the hoarders are back man costco's out of toilet paper again so much like last yeah. much like last time you know you better have some hand soap or else you're just gonna have to shake it off baby <laughs> Poo, poo. Or else you're gonna have to shower every time you can take a shit. <sighs> I mean, at this point, might as well just buy a bidet and call it a call it a call, buy a bidet and call it a day. I mean, look, <laughs> we're in the south, brother. You just have a garden hose outside, man. Just spray it out. I, I got the garden hose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, unfortunately, it's in the front yard. So. <laughs> get a long, get a long hose. Yeah, you can get a 50 footer, 100 footer. Just run into the back, spray out the crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, people! This this doesn't make you shit your pants. It's it's. A, I mean, it's you, it affects your lungs, not your ass. All I know is it it totally makes me think of shit your pants. Do you remember the Kmart commercial "Shit My Pants"? Yeah, <laughs> shit, I my pants. shit my pants right here. <laughs> shit my pants? You're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow. I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants, too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. I just shipped my pants, and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nightie. I just shipped my bed. If you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com right now and ship it to you for free. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, I always I, I when that commercial was new, I loved the old dude on the bed. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he, he's so excited about shipping his bed. That was like my favorite part of it, man. 
Oh my god. Ship my nighty. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> what does Alex Trebek think of him? <laughs> oh, let me see. Alright, who's sweet? Wake up. Alex Trebek shipping his pants. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your wipes. Hide your wipes. I will be happy and thankful when we can break free of this cycle of people hoarding toilet paper. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know I'm reaching at this point. Well, if, if, that's what you do with. Uh, you're probably going single ply. You might have to reach. Dude. Ooh, single ply. Yeah, yeah I got, got double up. Can't go single ply, man. <laughs> no. It's a, it's, it's... Yikes. <laughs> you got the single ply, you got double up. The Well, I don't want to break through the single ply, I can tell you that. Hell no. I mean, that's like a, a self-prostate exam. That's dangerous. Yikes. Just saying. <laughs> Although in a pandemic, we can't go to the doctor. Maybe there's some advantages to that. Depends on your own personal household, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. Todd, let me know how that goes for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ty. I don't even know why you popped into my mind right there, but I thought you, I thought maybe you needed a laugh. So there you go. So, so I think he uh, surpassed that ten-minute threshold of uh, asshole o'clock. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it could be. Captain Snarky has arrived. Maybe. <laughs> He never left. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Eh. <sighs> anyway, all right, all right, all right. We're batting clean up, batting clean up. Uh, I do want to thank the uh, the Detroit Lions for giving me uh, some fandom false hope, as uh, I thought y'all were going to collapse because y'all usually do. The ceiling is the roof, and y'all usually suck bags of ass. Uh, so after getting out to a twenty-four to three lead, the Lions nearly collapsed as they allowed. Alex Smith to throw for a bajillion yards, but zero touchdowns. 24 to 3. 24 to 3. And Washington, <laughs> the whiffs grind out a comeback. Gibson getting some touchdowns. Alex Smith piling up yards. Ridiculous. They did have some nice plays, but it felt like a, a very 2020 Redskins er, whiffs team to essentially get down there. Hopkins banks through a 41-yard field goal to tie, to tie the game at 27. They got 16 seconds to go. 16 seconds to go. And I'm not saying they would have won it over time. I'm not. <laughs> 16 seconds to go, dude. And Chase Young gives Stafford a put. I mean, Stafford misses on a deep throw. Deep shot. T takes a deep shot. Misses on it. And Chase Young gives the guy a love tap. Shoves him in the back and he falls down, bro. You're, job, dumbass. you're not getting away with that at this level. Not happening. Can't do it. Can't do it. So the the penalty gives the Lions a little bit of cheap yardage. They pick up a little bit more. And Prater, who has a monstrous leg, boots a 59 yard field goal for the walk off win. By the way, am I the only one that was yelling at the TV at the defenders to not touch the guy down? <sighs> no. 
Because I'm sitting there like, why are you touching him? I, I know it's instinct, but if you only got six seconds left and the guy goes down and you're not touching him, I don't. I mean, the referees have to give it at least a couple seconds before they whistle it dead, don't they? Because he's not really giving himself up like a quarterback. Let me see. Just kind of, just kind of die. I don't know what the rule is. I was trying to find this. Uh, I was like, "What a perfect time to play touching me, touching you." But, I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, if a player gives himself up and like doesn't attempt to get up and start running, then yeah, it does usually take a few seconds, but then they will blow the whistle. Little sweet, little sweet Caroline. <laughs> oh, I just this is where I need Woodfield to tell me where to go at the right part of the song. But anyway. <laughs> We're not going there. I'll I'll look for that another night. But y'all know the lyrics. You know the song. Touching me, touching you. You know the deal. But yes. I, there's enough stuff to boo. I mean, maybe a lot of people didn't watch that game or suffer through that game. And I commend anybody that just avoided it like the plague. Good <laughs> Look, I do enjoy Thanksgiving football, but I don't know that I'm going to enjoy the Cowboys and the Redskins this year. <laughs> or Houston and Detroit. Oh, God. Oh, those are two absolutely shit-bucket-ass matchups on God, Thanksgiving. God, that's a fail fest waiting to happen. NFL is doing their part to make sure there's no large gatherings, and they're I, showing those dude, games. Dude, they're quarantining good <laughs> football from us. <laughs> like, what is that? But what's the Thursday night game? for that let's find out oh i think it's detroit uh baltimore pittsburgh so i think there's a decent nightcap oh well that's a great nightcap that's a great night if, if we get the ravens and the steelers on, on thursday night that's a fantastic nightcap um but let's but bring that up real quick and yeah firm yes we are getting the there ravens so really steelers we we get like crap appetizers what what's your least what's your least favorite Thanksgiving like I don't know side or or meal or part of Thanksgiving what's what's the worst food? I mean, no offense to anybody. For me, it's usually the green bean casserole because usually there's that onion shit on it, and I don't like onions. <laughs> so That's I know right. a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, green bean casserole is so amazing!" Casserole. For me, it's like there's onions in it. Fuck it. That depends on it. <laughs> Alex Trebek. Look, here's here's the thing. Like, I don't like. I'm not a fan of green bean casserole. What I do like is when it's those like French cut or those like sliver cut thin green beans, and there's almonds and some other stuff in there. Then I then I'm okay with it. But don't give me like fat canned green beans slathered in some like French onion crust up top. Just <laughs> and the cream of mushroom soup, whatever the fuck they put it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that and get that pumpkin beer the fuck out of my face. I want none of it. None of it, man. Give me a real beer, damn it. Give me a real beer, man. Give me a real beer. Quick bit of uh, a <laughs> nice rebound, by the way. Tampa Bay or er, Tampa Bay. Laying a hammer on the uh, Panthers, forty-six to twenty-three. Although the Panthers kept that game close for a long time, uh, I do hope that Bridgewater ends up being okay. Obviously, uh, took a low shot late in that game from uh, uh, JPP, so I, I hope that does that doesn't turn into a bigger issue uh, at this point. Obviously, that we haven't gotten any other information that that says otherwise. But 
Uh, Ronald Jones, man. Woo-wee. Dude, Shannon, you, you, you dropped the break-free reference way too early because that's who needed it, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, that dude. 98, 98 yards. yards. Yeah, Nine. that was... For a second there, I thought he was going to run out of gas, too, but nope. he stayed ahead of it. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like he's had a whole bunch of high-quality runs. He should have had plenty of gas in the tank for that one. So, <laughs> but no, that was a no, great good, run. Good for him, though. Cause it he, was. He had a turnover early in that game, and he didn't let it affect him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Arians, to his credit, stuck with him, and he, good, good. he rewarded him. And yep. was it 190-some-odd yards? Yep. 23 carries, 192 yards. Who does he think he is, Dalvin Cook, against anybody but the Bears? I mean, right? <laughs> right? Incredible. By the way, how impressive was the fact that JPP had an interception of all the people on that field to actually <laughs> catch a pass? <laughs> he had an interception. Well, you know, I, I guess he palmed the ball in. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> it certainly wasn't a fingertip catch. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely was not. You don't when have I to... saw that, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> You know, at, at JPP would not be able to go as DeAndre Hopkins for Halloween next year. You know when Hopkins was in the car giving people the finger? <laughs> JPP couldn't do that. <laughs> JPP cannot go as Edward Scissorhands. That's also not doable for him. Nope. So. <laughs> <sighs> nope. JPP also will not be hanging out with uh, Earl Thomas and his next wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> You know, they say people have like five finger foreheads. Like, how does that work with JPP? How does he measure? <laughs> I just got a palm. I got a palm forehead, man. <laughs> I'm just waiting on you to break out some Katy Perry firework at this point. I mean, <laughs> I mean dude, you're piling on. Like, holy cow. But there you go. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, if he ever robs a, you know, if he ever commits a criminal act, he'll be tough to finger, right? Oh my! I'm just saying. I mean, could he even do like he, he probably doesn't even know it's the fourth quarter because he doesn't even have four fingers. So. <laughs> I hope that wasn't his hand he uses to pleasure himself. Oh, <laughs> oh no! He better be. Oh my God! He's gonna have to be ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, Shannon, it's definitely officially asshole o'clock. <laughs> ding, ding. There Hello, it is. Hello, baby. Fire works. How's JP gonna jerk? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, neither does he. Anyway. Mm. Oh, my God. Sorry. 
No, you're not. No, not really. <laughs> oh, my God. Touching oh, you, touching me. JPP, what do you want? You can't even, <laughs> dude, JPP can't even give the courtesy reach around anymore. Like, what the hell? Oh, no. Yikes. <laughs> no common courtesy, man. God bless. Oh, oh man. Mm. Okay. Oh. Well, I guess he's not playing any pickup basketball. He can't even finger roll anymore. <laughs> Dang gone, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I use public toilets and I piss on the seat. I guess at Thanksgiving he's gonna be offended if you give him finger foods, right? <laughs> <laughs> I bet Earl Tar- I bet Earl Thomas wants some hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Yep. You know what would be really bad is if they do a white elephant exchange and he gets the uh, manicure gift. <laughs> <laughs> they should just give him foam fingers, man. Shit Maybe OJ will give him some isotoners. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, Marino can give him some isotoners. I don't. I don't know what would happen with uh, OJ giving him isotoners. Come on, man. <laughs> oh yikes! Oh 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 oh! That's terrible. Mm. <laughs> well, we, we are heading down the oh. primrose path, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, it's dangerous path. Well, or, or they could, or they could give them like finger puppets for the kids, right? I mean, <laughs> can't do that either. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your whites, dude. JPP, can you single ply? He has no worry about breaking through. <laughs> he just has oh, no. he, he, he just has the shit mitt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he just has the shit mitt, man. That's it. Maybe I shouldn't be singing this song. Wrong. <laughs> Ranting and raving and carrying on. Maybe they're right when they tell me I'm wrong. I don't know that I'm the world's biggest asshole. That's not very nice. <clears throat> anyway, um, back to the back to the Bucks Panthers game. You know what? One of the things that's great to see, quite honestly, is is Gronk looking like Gronk again, and yeah. he and he is legitimately starting to look fantastic. Uh, well, let me rephrase that: he's doing Gronk stuff again. You know what I mean? Yes. There was one catch in that game where Gronk got it. I mean, he's just dragging somebody with him down the freaking field. I mean, it was great. It was great, and I don't know what the Bucks are going to do as far as the whole course of the season. Uh, but they have, we, we, we have certainly talked about the skill position talent they have. I know AB is a head case. I get it. I know he's got some off field stuff that's starting to pop again from 
whatever he did with the security, you know, breaking stuff up, security cameras, all that crap. I mean, just before he was signed with them, I, I think he served enough time. I don't let them figure that out on their own in their housing development and what they, they didn't press it's charges. HOA, man. I, mean, I know. Whatever. I mean, HOA is a full of, you know what? <laughs> this is the perfect song for HOAs. It is. I, bet. I live in one. Yeah. Trust yeah. Me. yeah. I, I am not in the HOA, and believe me, I am glad. Ugh. Believe me. So hopefully you're in a pretty laissez-faire, chill HOA, because some of them are full, chock full of assholes. Like, well, we have a few, but for the most part, people are pretty chill and pretty cool about good. it. Good. I'm glad. So, yeah. Because some places are completely ridiculous and are not very chill about it. But anyway, it's good to see Gronk kind of rounding the form and looking like Gronk. And he's been fairly productive recently. Um, I like the upside for Tampa Bay. You know, I thought I, I thought the Panthers had a lot of fights, so good on them for that. I hope I really do hope Bridgewater's okay because it's a great story. But, you know, Bucks opened it up a little bit, man. So that was strong. And, and Brady, I guess, took Bruce Arians' advice and threw it to Mike Evans a little bit too. Why not, right? Why not? So 46-23, a bit of a beatdown. Uh, I will say, and I'll give some kudos to the Rams, by the way, for uh, handling the Seahawks. We alluded to it earlier. Uh, I'm still surprised. I mean, we know that Seattle does not have a good defense. Uh, matter of fact, their defense sucks. Uh, they're giving up about 456 yards per game, which is absolutely terrible. And while I don't have a ton of confidence or faith in the Rams, they did a fantastic job defensing Russell Wilson and the Seahawks in that game. They, they got Ramsey locking down DK Metcalf. Let me tell you, Shannon, and you know, a couple weeks ago, it feels like everything we glossed up, we totally got wrong, right? We were talking about the Seahawks. We were talking about letting Russell Wilson cook. We were talking about post-COVID cam. You know, all these things. I look back, I'm like, man, we got this wrong and that wrong and this wrong and that wrong and blah, 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 blah. Look, the Seattle is good enough and Russell Wilson is good enough. <coughs> they should be able to figure this out. But it's quite clear post you know, post six week six bye, they're one and three after their bye, dude. One and three after their bye. Not cooking. No, they're not cooking. Uh, the Rams sacked Russell Wilson six times. They were all, all over that dude. And look, he he had a couple of shots that just didn't pan out with DK Metcalf, but Metcalf had two catches for twenty eight yards. Give Jalen Ramsey credit. They did a yeah. great job. And Seattle's shitty ass defense couldn't deal with Jared freaking Goff. Rolling out, doing play action, all the stuff that guy was doing. So that that's not that's not a great look, man. That's not a great look. So they they have look, they have some work to do. I'm sure it pains you very deeply, Randy. <laughs> well, it's really really interesting to think about is that usually when you play the Rams, especially with the defensive side of things, you're always focusing on Aaron Donald. And what they did was they blitzed with other guys that. Mm-hmm while the the line was just trying to stop Donald and these other guys just came through, came free and were able to just drop Wilson before he could scramble or do anything crazy. It was, it was pretty impressive. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Lockett got injured too that during that game. So that probably didn't help them much. Well, of course it doesn't. Uh, so, but and then there's a chance he might even play tomorrow night against the Cardinals. Well, well later tonight, since it's after midnight. Well, yeah, um, it is now Thursday. <laughs> Yeah. 
but they just had a great game plan mm-hmm. and they executed it perfectly and great game the plan. and the offense did, did enough because against that defense you can you don't have to always score 40 points to beat no. them but as long as the defense plays well you can still score 20 30 points and be just fine yep they did a great job they did a great job in that game they did a great game plan executed it well and uh, seattle's got their work cut out for them you know who else has their work cut out for them the freaking baltimore ravens now look i know the weather was ugly in new england i get it that was like a freaking monsoon i understand but you've had a lot of, a lot of chatter the past couple of weeks. Lamar Jackson talking about how you know defenses know what they're doing, etc. Uh, people have piled on a little bit on them underachieving both in the run game and then Lamar Jackson and that offense not really stepping up and delivering so far this year. And it's fair criticism, all right, for the MVP from last year. You know what I mean? Look, it, <laughs> there's a point that the expectations grow with who you are and people expect you to not just be a fun watch, but they expect you to elevate your team. And that's where he's at. Uh, is 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 he going to take the next step? And th- this is what happens to all the young quarterbacks. Once they have enough film, once they have enough tape, once they know your tendencies, once they know what you do well, at some point you can't always overpower. At some point you're not always playing with a lead. At some point you got to get down and dirty. At some point you got to hit the throws. At some point you have, you know what I mean, you have to beat the good it's one thing to beat up mediocre teams. It's another thing to beat really good teams. And it's another thing to beat the best teams. And they haven't shown that yet. Now, I know the weather was ugly. I know the weather was ugly. But they did not get it done. They did not get it done. You have to give the Patriots a fair amount of credit, a hell of a lot of credit, really, for having, for executing in a crap environment. Hell, Rex Burkhead, we had a Rex Burkhead sighting. Holy crap, Cam Newton's first passing touchdown since week four against the Chiefs, bruh. You know what I'm saying? The Patriots rushed for 173 yards. That Got their receivers throwing touchdowns. Yes, what was that? Second quarter, Patriots ball, second and six from 24. Cam takes a snap, throws it to Jacoby Myers, Behind a lot of scrimmage, Myers, who was a high school quarterback, lobs that damn thing into the end zone and hits Burkhead for the touchdown. Perfectly, too. It was incredible. Gave him the chance to lay out for it, and Burkhead made it happen. Now, look, their center got a lot of hate. That was unnecessary. Uh, He's willing to take criticism for how we played. Leave, Leave the dude's family out of it, all you social media dickheads. Uh, his family's got nothing to do with it. You want to give the player grief? Give the player grief. You don't need to attack the man's family. He had it's a bad a game. game. He had a bad Come game on. in some really bad weather. And Baltimore is a very good team. They just need to be, They need to learn how to beat the best. And the Patriots are not great this year. But to go up to their stadium in weather like that, you got to show more than they did. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Shannon, Cam was rocking the Fez in the post game, So we have now gone from Stan Newton's suggestion box. I'm now going to call him the Fez dispenser. Nice. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Fez <laughs> the Fez dispenser. Fun factoid. Uh, do you know what teams have a winning record when they are seven points or more, when they are an underdog of seven points or more? 
Patriots. Since Bill Belichick became New England's head coach, the Patriots are seven and six outright. This does include the postseason when they're underdogs by seven points or more. That's a winning percentage of .538. No other NFL team has won 40% of its games when an underdog by seven points or more since 2000. So it's wow. a hell of a stat. It's it's one of those outlier stats, but it's a hell, it's a hell of a stat. So kudos to the Ravens for having some fight, but they're not. this is not the Ravens from last year. They've got their work cut out. So we'll see if they can put that together. I will say, I know we're getting late, so we need to wrap up and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Tua and the Miami Dolphins. By the way, I love the throwback jerseys. They should stick with those. They look fantastic. They look oh, that absolutely was a nice match with them and the Chargers, dude. Yes. Was really... It was great. Great, great jerseys great. all around. Dolphins started 1-3. and three. They are now 6-3, and three, which is their best start since 2001. Okay. Five consecutive games, three of those, or the last three, started by Tua, who has done has, has gotten better, in my opinion, in every single game. Has gotten better. Yeah. Uh, so it, that's a great game to, to watch if you're you know paying attention to the Rooks. By the way, uh, did you guys see uh, that <laughs> Justin Herbert got a haircut? Have you, have you seen his new do? No, I haven't. No, I have not. All right, I'm going to send this to you. Cause it makes him look, oh, no. it makes him look radically different. I mean, radically different. And some of the comments are absolutely fantastic. But you got to see the picture before you read the comments, okay? You, okay. you got to see, see the picture. <laughs> so he, he goes from kind of having these, these not, not necessarily long hair, but he's got he's got the locks right. He's got a whole he's got a bunch of hair. Right, and then he's he's rocking like this buzz cut esque kind of look, and so of course the internet has an absolute field day piling on this guy. I don't know if he tried to give himself a Rona self cut and he just effed it up and he's like, forget it, flow be this bad boy. I don't know, but some of the quotes are great. Uh, he looks like he's about to watch Orlando Bloom fall out of a helicopter in Somalia. <laughs> Thought that one was glorious. Sid from Toy Story vibes was a little bit cold. That one was a little bit dirty. One of my favorites was so uh, this one. So Justin Herbert now looks like the kid that played young Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace. <laughs> He's got to sue super cuts for this. <laughs> that one. I mean, that I mean, one was looking great. at the picture. He looks like a fucking little kid. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. Oh, it shaved a lot of. Yeah. It made it made, makes him look way younger. You're like, whoa, who is that? What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it looks looks bananas. Uh, but anyway, also special shout out to uh, an absolute football player named Andrew Van Ginkle. I mean, that's a hell of a name. I don't know anybody that's it rocking is. a Van Ginkle jersey other than family. Uh, but he blocked the Chargers punt in the first quarter, set the Dolphins up perfectly. Uh, they ended up getting a touchdown. But um, I think the bigger story here is not so much the particulars about a couple of things. But it's really just understanding the progress the Dolphins have made. And one other thing that, that's super fascinating about the AFC, if you haven't looked at the standings, the AFC, I believe, has six teams that are 6-3. Six. and three. Six. All right? That's the most six-win teams there's ever been in one conference through through ten weeks. That's going to be a... Inter- that's what's gonna- interesting is, is there... Uh, I was watching... Uh, 
NFL Now, mm-hmm. they're pre- predicting that it is possible a 10-win team will miss the playoffs in the AFC because yeah. of how many teams are 6-3. and three. That's amazing. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, <laughs> kudos to the Dolphins and uh, for taking care of uh, young Annie over there. <laughs> the Chargers, by the way, have lost 15 one-possession games since the beginning of 2019. The worst in the NFL. And that includes all six losses this season. <laughs> Wow. That is terrible. Damn. Terrible. Uh, hats off to the Raiders who actually steamrolled the Broncos. Uh, Drew Locke with four picks. Completely uh, just a dumpster fire of a day for Drew Locke. Uh, but Josh Jacobs and Devontae Book are absolute, absolute studs. I'm super looking forward to the rematch with the Chiefs and the Raiders. Because I I, <laughs> I want to know if Andy Reid and the Chiefs take some victory laps around the stadium if they should win. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I don't think they do that. That was a very Raiders thing, but... That was pretty funny. Uh, Steelers, of course, handled business. Big Bed coming, uh, you know, off the COVID list. Didn't practice all week. I guess his arm was fresh. Uh, but, you know, Deontay Johnson, just a fantastic game. Juju had a great game. Chase Claypool was a stud. I mean, the Steelers kicked the Bengals' asses. Let's be real. They just kicked yeah, their yeah. asses. Um, not. I don't think that should come as a huge shock to anybody. So good job, good job, Pittsburgh. Uh, for Roethlisberger, by the way, this was a, his ninth career 300-yard passing game with at least four touchdowns and no picks. Look, as long as <clears throat> Roethlisberger is upright and they have all those receivers, and I mean Ebron's good. I mean I, their running game is not great, but uh, they got a, they have a great defense. Watt was just all over Burrow. I mean Pittsburgh, they've won a couple of nail biters. Don't get me wrong, but Pittsburgh's going to be a really tough out for anybody. <clears throat> They're going to be a really tough out. And on paper, at least right now, I'm, I'm going, give me – I would love to see the Steelers and the and the Chiefs in the playoff. I'd love to see that game. I'd love to see that game. I don't want to see any Bears games. I don't think any Bears fans oh, want to watch Bears games. Uh, but Chiefs and Steelers, oh, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar, as the dude used to say. <laughs> But I think that I think we've kind of covered everything. So unless you have some thoughts, if there's anything else you want to throw in or throw up or you know get in there, well, uh, so I guess the real question is: yeah. are, Should we are we gonna be able to get another session in before Thanksgiving? Since Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's gonna be tight, but I, I think I'm only working Monday and Tuesday next week. So okay. I'm not sure when we're going to head out of town, if that's Wednesday. I wouldn't think it's Thursday morning. I would think it's probably Wednesday, but it might be Thursday morning. We'll sort out all that out. What we might be able to do, if everybody has the gas for it, is to uh, try to go early and just do like a Monday night um, or do a Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. But we can't wait till Wednesday. It's not going yeah. um, it to work. It would have to either be a Monday or a Tuesday. <clears throat> Shannon, what episode number are we up to? Aren't we supposed oh, to hang? Aren't we supposed to hang out for number three hundo? Yeah, we're getting there. I think this is two ninety seven. Oh man! Shit, my yep. pants. Two ninety seven. This is ninety seven, or this will be ninety eight. This is this is ninety seven right now. Look at that! All right. Hmm. So three hundred may be our Christmas. Oh my lord. That'd be a hell of a throwdown right there. 300, you know, a Christmas 300? That'd be fantastic. I walk around in the summertime saying how about this heat? Because, you know, we're going to break out some. I'm an echo. He's a yes, oh, 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 he's a yes, o
Who, us? No, of course not. Never. <clears throat> I remember when we did the We Wish You a Merry Griffmas, and I thought that was so fantastic. Which, it, at the time, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was. Things that did not age great. That did not age well. By the way, um, if I can catch up with all y'all, I'll be glad to stuff a roll of toilet paper in your stocking so that you can hide your kids and hide your wipes. I mean, if you make a zesty salsa, we, we may need that. Hide your kids, hide your wipes. Yeah, maybe. We might be able to do that. <laughs> Entirely possible. All right. Uh, any other wrap up thoughts or anything you guys want to do? Shannon, you good? I know you got. I know you got to run the uh, girls to school in the morning. So, and I, I got some other things I got to handle too. So no, I'm good, man. It's Colts, all good. Whoop, whoop some butt. Uh, no turnover. Some rage face, and uh, <laughs> you know, just gotta keep it that way. Keep all three faces of the game going. There you go. Keep it rolling. Keep it going. Hmm. All I know is for me, Niners buy, so we can't lose. So that's always. You could. uh, Somebody could get hurt. Careful. Well, the Giants lost. How dare you even. No. Don't even. Don't even even hit that. I'm just saying. They'll be real curious to see. uh, We picked up Tack McKinley off of waivers from the Falcons. So that should be an interesting addition to the defensive line. Could be. Could be. So we'll see how that works. But other than that, yeah, I'm just happy for the bye week. Get a little healthier. It's what you hope. Play the Bills. Uh, yeah, Bills going to be a tough game for y'all. <laughs> the Bills and then the Rams. Oh, oh, shoot, oh that's oh, good, oh, good yeah, luck, bro. That's a tough back to back. Well, I mean, it's not like it's not like you have any playoff hopes at this point. But then after that, it's the Redskins and the Cowboys. You should beat the Redskins asses. Should. And then we finish the season with Cardinals and Seahawks. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at potentially a six win season here. <laughs> Well, you know, enough to win the uh, NFC East. It would be if, if just transfer. Can we come join the year division for a week? Yeah. <laughs> just moving over for uh, you know, just just the year. We'll spot you one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll spot you one. Works for me. There you go. Fair enough. All right. All right. Well, gentlemen, thanks for catching up. It was fun to hang out, just talk some sports, drink some beers, have a little fun, man. I appreciate that. And Shannon, I fully expect you to get your face imp- <laughs> printed on. <laughs> Print it on your funderwear, brother. All right, stocking stuffers, man. Oh, the thong I'm just saying. Classic. You know, you you can get your underwear in a nutcracker. It's it's you can double dip. <laughs> oh lord! Just remember, with be careful with the G trick, a uh, G trick, a G strings, man. G spot, G train, G train. I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. Swipe right, buddy. Swipe right. What? What? Trying to go quad city DJs, right? I was. I, I was. I was. I was. <laughs> that's an old one. We haven't broken out in a while. Uh, I'm just gonna look up quad city because I know that's gonna find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. There you go. I was going to say, all the talk of TP, are we sure enough to wipe right? Oh. Well played, sir. Come on. Now wipe it. Yes, there you go. <laughs>
Well, ride the train, wipe the train. I bet Earl Thomas can't answer that question. Just saying. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, right when I took a swig. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Beer almost came out my nose. <laughs> oh, man. Earl Thomas, man. Good luck, sir. <laughs> you gonna need it. <laughs> Get JPP for the next reach round. You'll be all right, man. I promise you. <laughs> anyway, all right. On that- thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! I should have gone straight to the video. <laughs> what? Yeah, we'll, we'll hit the right spot, and yes, that's what she said. Just not to Earl Thomas, but to his brother. Is that is that what his wife did when she caught him with the mistress? <laughs> bang, bang into the room. Well, you know, I guess she figured if he was riding the pond, she should too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Man, that's just ugly. Hide your, kids, hide your, wife, hide your, your wipes. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Look, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the week. <laughs> and hopefully, we have good some, some college football. <laughs> and there's all kinds of random Rona protocols popping up. So, here's to the weekend of sports. Hopefully, you get to enjoy your college games, the pro games, and. Uh, dear God, if you haven't bought any yet, get some toilet paper. You don't have to hoard it. Just get get a couple of rolls, man. Okay? And don't try to flush paper towels. It's going to end badly for you. I'm just letting you know. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Roto-Rooter's not coming out of the rafters for you, okay? I'm just letting you know, man. <laughs> just letting you know. All right. From all of us to all of you, keywords, uh, as always, sports brew. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully you had a laugh. We certainly did, and you enjoyed some beverages. And uh, Shannon, I told you we weren't going to be up till three, and I lied to you because here we are at two forty in the morning. Sorry, bro. Yeah. You know we just get so carried away. What are you going to do, man? It is what it is. You know, as we always say, always take the over. Always take the over. Always well, at two thirty, you know, two forty is not bad. At least it's not three thirty. I think one time I True. went to bed at four. That was rough. That makes for a tough work day the next day. Dear God. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, anywho, go get some rest, gentlemen. Uh, as always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, live, uh, sportscaster.com, our home feed on Podbean, a whole bunch of other services. I think Amazon Music may have thrown us off, but that's okay. Uh, I, I resubmitted the feed to it. Uh, I'm going to resubmit the feed to Spotify. So, it's all kinds of places to find us. Have fun, listen, have a laugh. And, uh, you know, if you want to give us the finger, do it JPP style, would you? All right, appreciate it. On that note, as always, <laughs> thanks for sharing. Sharing is caring, as they say. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. And my friends, good night now. <laughs> See you. Night. <laughs> oh, poor JPP. <laughs> JPP's finger puppets. <laughs> that was fucked up, man. That was fucked up. Oh, well. Anyway, all right. Good night, friends. Good night, Jim. Way to beat a dead horse. I did. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> oh,